is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jordan and Patrick Show. We are your hosts, as always, Jordan and Patrick. Um, back at you three weeks later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Three weeks. Yep. First episode of 2021. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. And in classic fashion, we don't have the slightest damn clue what we're going to talk about. So that's cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Those are the funnest episodes usually for me. Yeah. You just kind of get in there and just root around in there. <laughs> and classic Nick Nolte, just die right into the middle <laughs> of the shit. So. Yeah. I mean, there was obviously holidays and then deaths and families and work. And uh, so here we are. We're back. We made it. Yep. And then I fell into a pit of, uh, not really a pit, kind of the shallow end of the pool of uh, animes. So that's what I did over because I watched all of um, uh, Castlevania. Oh yeah, um, and then I watched the one season of um, Dragon's Dogma, which I guess a lot of people I don't know, because it, it's very, it's not classic anime. They use a lot of CG, yeah, and stuff like that. So and it's newer, and, and it's yeah. very Americanized because yeah. it's Capcom. Netflix and Capcom, yeah. I don't know. I thought about watching it, but just the trailer alone, I was like, oh, that's that's spoilery uh, for the game that the, I'll never the finish. Ho- the whole show, of course, it's only seven episodes, um, one for each of the Deadly Sins. Oh, interesting. Um, and none of them are really spoiler or anything. They just kind of like dive into the lore, and you learn a little bit about the monsters that inhabit the world of uh, Gracis or whatever it's called. Um, but the very last episode uh, basically ruins how the game ends. Yeah. Like the the big twist of the game or the the plot of the game is ruined by the very last episode. So Nice. So I, was, I watched the last episode I was like oh they're they're really going to okay. Uh make sure Jordan doesn't watch yeah. this until he beats the I will say this though. I have to beat the damn game. The game I don't know if I just completely skipped over it and or missed it somehow the last time I played it for the Xbox 360 or if they've updated it and changed something, but fast travel is not an issue now. Because then they updated it. You can you get the fairy stones, right? We talked about that. Yeah. I got, I found one the in fairy, my entire the, 30 hours. The fairy stones actually allow you to travel um, to any place where you find a port crystal. So Grand Soren and Casardis have port crystals. So you can travel. Yes. But you get, um, and I don't know if it's just like in your stash and you got to go and pull it out, but I have something called the uh, Eternal Fairy Stone. It's indefinite use. I can use it no no limit. And nice. um, if you you can actually find portable port crystals that are you place them wherever you want, fast travel back, and then you can fast travel to that port crystal. Oh, nice! That and I don't then, remember that being. And a then thing. you can repick up the port crystal. So as long as you have one port crystal, you're golden. Nice. So, dude, yeah. I, I I don't remember who was saying it. Maybe it was someone on Gamer Ranks. Um, but I was watching a video. And the, they had the funniest story about Dragon's Dogma because they were talking about how in the game, supposedly when you get to the end of the game, it was a little spoilery, but the person that you have given the most stuff to basically is what it comes down to. Because they said something happens at the end of the game where um, someone is brought to you and they become like who you get married to or whatever, like your what it, love interest. I don't know. Really? They said it only happens based on the person you gave the most stuff to. And they said, so at the end of the game, there's this important thing happening. And this dude (laughs) that is a random innkeeper 
ends up being rolled out as this guy's love interest. Love interest because he kept giving him stuff to clear his inventory. Well, that and also it's it's a trophy to to reach somebody's max affinity. That must have been and the what best he did, ways yeah. to give give people stuff, which is awesome because you're you're going to give some one person a bunch of stuff just for that trophy and right. not realize that's who you get stuff which is great because um i didn't know that happened because when i first played for the xbox 360 i didn't give shit to anybody oh nice it was it was mine my own yeah my precious yes um, yeah i mean naturally you think you would give it to one of your companions or the person you created but this guy's like i was well, getting good does, deals at it, this shop so it, i just kept yeah, giving it, it to the guy it doesn't work that way anyway if you give it to your companion it just puts it in their inventory it doesn't work like a present oh you're just allowing them to carry it nice so yeah you talk to regular npcs to build your friendship with them basically by giving them stuff because that's the only way to be friends the only game. way yeah you give me shit or we're not yeah, friends i solved 16 cases for you and <laughs> solved seven quests for you but we're not buds no until i give you my my 16 stacks of rancid meat because they're just sitting there and I haven't, I haven't eaten them because <laughs> it's rancid, you know? Yep. Oh, I love it. It's one of those games where it's like you pick up meat from the beast that you kill and, and it goes you bad. To, you have to cook it. Yeah. And I never do because, uh, my one, um, my pawn that I created is from, um, Castlevania. The, oh. the mage lady in there's name is Sypha. So, uh-huh. I, so I made her as my... sypha Yes. Master sypha as my um, pawn. I, can't, yeah. I don't know why I can't remember the word pawn. I haven't even drank anything yet. Um, but yet. yeah, so I invested everything into her healing spells. And so I'd never use health anything nice. ever. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty interesting that you had Cassandra run around with you the whole time completely, and I created her like by six accident. years ago. Completely by accident. That's awesome. Cause like as the very first time I went into the rift and I'm a warrior and this is my basic party setup for every game like that, like dragon age or anything like that. I'm a warrior. I pick one other warrior. Then I pick an archer and I pick a mage. Yep. So that we can have two meleeers and two ranged attacks, but, also, you need that magic defense and offense against certain enemies. So I walked in, and the, one of the warriors I saw was a level 18 named Cassandra. And I was like, all right, cool. She's with me. And she was a redhead. So I was like, yeah, I'm in. Bring yeah. her with me. And then I played the game for another six hours or so, and she's been wandering with me the whole time, giving me advice and giving me tips on how to f- defeat monsters. And uh, then I go to the rift again because my archer was too low level for what I was going through. And realized then that I could search for for friends' pawns. I was like, what's Jordan's pawn? He made one named Cassandra. Figures. Uh, let's let's call her to the rift. And then I get the message, Cassandra's already in the rift. And I was like, what? I've been using Jordan's, Jordan's pawn this whole time and had no idea. Yeah, it's, it's a cool mix. Because I was in there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this person. Then... I've got Triss Marigold in my head from Witcher. Nice. So I'm like, oh, redhead and all this. Because she's got, even got yep. the hair like down the one side. And then I was like, but I'll name her Cassandra. But I'll name her Best Cassandra. of both worlds. Yeah. Boom. Well, now if you ever do go back and play it, you can use my mage, Sypha. Yeah. Um, and get all kinds of healing abilities for you and Cassandra. Yeah. If I don't have to uh, walk, if no. I don't have to play Death Stranding again, um, I then don't... yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you only need one part crystal because you can pick them up. So, you know, if you want to fast travel back, place the thing, fast travel back to 
whatever you, wherever you want to go to, do whatever you're trying to do, then fast travel back to it and pick it up again. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. And I can tell you where to get the one Good. port crystal. I'll have to do have it. you been to, I won't spoil it, but have you been to a place called Hellfigure Null? I don't know. So here, from what I can vaguely remember, it's been years. It's um, only been that long? It's been at least two years since I played it. But I know the starter town, the coastal town. At Casardis. Yep. And then everything in between that and the main city, which I believe is Grand Soren. Yep. Um, all that's cleared for me. And then beyond Grand Soren, I only went out, branched out to the left. Okay, then no, you have a small been to ways. He'll figure no, but I can yeah. show you exactly where to go to get a port crystal. Good. I'll have to do it because I need a game to play. I haven't been in the mood to play anything. And I'm kind of waiting on Cyberpunk's DLC and all that good stuff before I finish a second playthrough. So I have nothing to play. I mean, I do. I have plenty of things to play, but nothing that I feel like well, playing at the moment. Welcome to my world. Yeah. I've got like 68 games sitting there that I paid good money for <laughs> and haven't started some of them. Haven't finished almost any of them. Yeah. Because I, right. I always, because even Cyberpunk, I love Cyberpunk. It's a great game. I don't feel like playing it. That's, that's my curse. It is, and I don't understand it either because normally when I start a game, I have to finish it. Mm-hmm. And normally I do. Yeah, I know. You've made fun of me for years. Yeah. <laughs> not finishing But games. now I have Assassin's Creed Valhalla going. Oh, yes. Something else going. Oh, Final Fantasy 15. I have both of those going, and I don't have the drive to finish either one of them, and that's weird because normally if I start it, I finish it. Yep. But I I don't know. That's me. I don't like it. I don't like this new me. This 2021 me doesn't finish my shit. Oh, anyway. Yeah. So uh, the most important part of the show is the alcohol. Some beers open. So in this decanter that I received for Christmas. It's a nice one. Yeah. Gentleman Jack. Um, obviously these are Guinness. Are these the extra stout or are these just extra uh, stout? Yeah. Yes. Cause the liquor store around here doesn't carry the nitrous cans. So extra stout's the only other thing that tastes good. Yeah. Normal Guinness is like me. That normal Guinness here. Here is, is yes. Um, also the glasses, just as a side note that I have here, shout out to Chris FX toys. Oh, I saw those. On our Instagram. friend, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He got these for me. Appreciate that. Good man. Anyway, so the beer. And I neither one of us like IPAs, you less than I. Yeah. Um, but I, I saw these and I had to buy them. It's El Segundo Brewing Company. Okay. But it is Steve Austin's Broken Skull no. IPA. What? <laughs> so I saw a four-pack of pints and I'm like, what? <laughs> Steve Austin's IPA I'm in. And I bought them. It cracks me up that of all the beers that Steve Austin would make, he'd make right. an IPA. It should be a standard lager or something, but nope. Yeah, because I'm not crushing two of these together and just pouring <laughs> them down my gullet. Nope. Give me a hell yeah. I'll try this. Pour Very. this while we're shouting out people. Pour this into my authentic horn tankard that I got as an awesome Christmas gift from one Nathan. One Nathan indeed. Couldn't get it from two Nathans. No, I... Two Nathans is too much. <laughs> there can be only there one. There can be only one. Matter of fact, last time I met another guy named Nathan, I just punched him. Yeah, he was a real piece of shit. It's like, you're being real sus, you imposter. Who's this Kevin guy? He's a real, <laughs> He's piece, a of real shit. piece of shit. 
And for the holidays, got plenty of action figures. I don't have Mezco's Supreme Knight Batman up here, which I opened up, and he's awesome. Oh, you got the Supreme Knight one. Yeah. Very the, the, nice. The, the, the old man head. Yeah, yeah, the one I wanted. Yes, correct. That's the one. <laughs> um, but I'm very anti-Mezco at the moment, as I don't blame anybody you. who's heard the show uh, yeah. knows. But I did get, this wasn't a Christmas gift, I bought him for myself, but uh, Mars Toys Ninja Master, which is Ra's al Ghul from Batman Begins. No, no, no. It's Ninja Master. It is Ninja He's Master. He's the master of ninjas. And I am beyond impressed, especially considering you who just got Lando and he looks like one-star trash. Oh, yeah. The head sculpt is so good on this guy. It's like Sideshow has no excuse. Come on now. This is a third-party figure. There's no business looking that good. That's weird. It looks almost like Liam Neeson. A little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> no, it is a really good figure. This... The tailoring of the suit fits the nice. Yeah. It was hard to get together because it's obviously a three-piece suit. So getting it all put in there together was difficult. Yeah. Getting the tie on was difficult. But overall, yeah. it's awesome. Um, The set I was guess. just the head, the suit, and the shoes. He's, he seems heavy, too, for some reason. Yeah. Well, that's the that's they, the difference. They must use a different type of body. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm going with it. Oh. So Mars Toys just sells... Welcome the train back to the show, yeah. 2021. Fucking train. Fucking train. Mars Toys just sells the suit, the head sculpt, and the shoes. But one six outfitters for an extra, I think, $25 will pick a body that matches as far as the skin tones and everything oh, and cool. fits the suit better, and they'll send you the body. Nice. So they sent me the body, and it all went together swimmingly. Well, I pre-ordered my first ever figure from One Six Outfitters. Hey, there you go. I've never... Billy Butcher. Yep. Hell yeah, man. What'd I... they name him? Because obviously, oh, the butcher. The that's butcher. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looks so good. I saw that and I was like, twenty five dollars down now, and I don't have to pay. They said quarter two of twenty twenty one. I was like, all right. And he will come out quarter two. Yeah. Like the One Six Outfitters, as far as they're for the most part. Now I have been waiting on CGL's Professor X. He was supposed to come out last January or last July. So it's been a minute. But for the most part, when they say it's coming out, it normally comes out within that window. Unlike Hot Toys that always gets pushed months and months on end. Hellboy. (laughs) Alita. At least you got your Alita. Yeah. But Alita was pushed seven months from her original, if I believe. If I remember right, seven months from her original release date. Hellboy's closing in on that at this point. Yeah, he was originally for... June to August, I believe. Oof. Yeah. Or Damn. it might have even been June, July, maybe. Something like that. And then it got pushed back to November or something. Maybe it got pushed back to October 1st. Then it got pushed back to November. Then I pushed him back to December because I was paying on another thing. So I was like, whatever. I've waited this long. I can wait again. Yeah. Then they pushed him back to January. And he was – there was I didn't get an email about it. They just – they pushed him back to January. Right. Now I've got the email that he's now officially between January and March. Oof. So they don't know when they're going to release him. Wow. Which is bogus. I mean, for him, I think it makes a little more sense because I'm still curious how that whole figure works. Yeah. Like it, it looks so good. I'm like, how can they make it work and not be shitty? Right. And so maybe they're trying to figure that out right well, now as well. They should have figured that out before right? they – because it's the same deal with both Aquaman figures. Thing. It's like, how is that going to work? And then you get it, it's like, oh, I mean, I see how it works. Doesn't <laughs> mean I like how it works, but I see how it works. 
Um, Try some of this Stone Cold Steve Austin's IPA. It's here. definitely an IPA. Oh, yeah, hundred percent IPA. Whoa. Well, I can honestly say that no matter how bad the drink I'm drinking is, at least I'm drinking it out of a Viking tanker. Absolutely, so a Vikinger automatically makes it better, unless it's water. <laughs> Spit that out. Um, I also got up there on the shelf. No, Helm's Deep Aragorn. I'm not looking. He came in a few days ago. Yeah, head sculpt is meh. Um, rest of it's I, incredible. Yeah, I could as tell that. As is Asmus's yeah. MO. Because I almost, I got tons of rewards points and gift cards, so I was going to use it to, I was putting it towards Mando with Grogu and the best car. But then I saw the Helm's Deep Aragorn and was like, ooh, I could go that route. But the head sculpt, even in the pictures, is, was like, it's it's not going to be great. I think it's a little better than the pictures, but it's not, mm. it's just the mouth. The mouth is not right. I mean, I say that. I say I, I I trash Asmus a little bit for their past mistakes, but their recent releases have all been killer. Elrond, Theoden, Thorin, Gimli, Faramir, all those are good. It's just Aragorn, which is strange because the Aragorn that I have, not the slim version, but the standard Ranger Aragorn sculpt is fine. Looks good. Then they made the slim version blech, terrible. <laughs> And now we have Helm's Deep, and it's, I don't know. The hair's great for rooted hair, or for uh, sculpted hair, but the uh, something about the mouth, just not quite right. And then you have the um, the travesty that is Boromir. Yeah, that was before their good run. Yeah. That was like the last really bad but one. But it's Boromir, oh. man. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh. I need him. I need him because, well, him and, him and Merry and Pippin would complete the fellowship. Yep. Because I've got Gandalf ordered. But not going to happen. Mary and Pippin look terrible. Yep, me neither. Boromir's terrible. Because I, I missed that window. So Yeah. For the crown, Gandalf. I missed it. He's Side, not up there anymore? He's not on Sideshow. He's on... No, he's not. He's gone. Mm. Yep. And I know they were doing a limited yep. amount. So, so people got all their gift cards and jumped on there and bought his ass probably. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Guess I'm buying Mando and Grogu. There you go. I thought about canceling mine. Because I already have this, the Mando that you have now. So I'm like, do I really need the Beskar? You need Grogu. But I need Grogu. That's the only reason I haven't canceled them yet. I'm trying to debate we'll if, if the extra 50 bucks is worth it to get. Because it's almost 400 bucks. Yeah. And then after... After shipping, it'll be well yeah. over. Yeah, which yeah. is... Ugh. Luckily, I, I have a pretty good feeling the value is going to be held very well for these figures. So if I ever want to sell them, if I don't break oh, so, the damn no, things... No, it's not. It's... I think it's three fifteen. I think it's. Is it more I think than it's, that? I, yeah, I think it's I expensive. Know. It is. It's expensive. I don't remember though. I don't either. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe the. I'm getting them backwards. Maybe the basic one is three fifteen, and then the other one is like three sixty five or three seventy or something like that. Something. In that yeah, I'm pretty area. sure after shipping, it's going to clear four hundred. If I remember right, which is ridiculous. Yeah, a lot of money. Mucho dinero. Oh, I got uh, Arkham Origins Deathstroke over there in the case. Boom. Yeah, I'm giving up on catching up with you, dude. Yeah. Well, you got, no, you that's got like not true. Seven. <laughs> got Aragorn. I bought Aragorn and Ninja Master for myself. Mando, Deathstroke. Mando and Deathstroke were gifts from Lauren's mother. My, mine increased by one. Yours increased by four. 
I sold Loki. <laughs> Yours increased by three. I thought about selling others, but I've broken something on every damn figure I have. I can't sell anybody. Like, depends, pick, depends pick on, one. I broke it. So it depends on who you're selling to because I'd probably buy – depending on what, who you're selling, I guess is what I'm Yeah, buying. that's the problem. Because I would probably buy – well, I mean I'd buy any of the figures in your collection if they're the character I wanted. I don't care if they're broken. My problem is – I took a – well, I mean I traded you for Kylo Ren. Oh, yeah. He was Kylo ben. a little broken. Yeah. But – I don't remember but something was. I think it was one of his hands. Yeah. Did oh, the yeah, pegs. the pegs broke broke off in there. But I, I'm always like, all right, I need to sell some figures, make some money. I never look at the DC shelves. Heck no. I'm not selling them. I don't look at the Lord of the Rings shelf. Nope. I'm not selling it. I don't look at the Star Wars shelf. I'm not selling it. So I'm limited to a Marvel shelf and a random shelf. And now everything on those shelves is broken or not being I'm, sold. Well, I'm not buying any of your Marvel figures. <laughs> well, I've sold all of those that I would get yep. rid of anyway. Yep. I mean, I would, I might sell Captain America, but I broke his um, fisticuff shields, so n- nope. So yeah, I have nothing to sell now, so I'm stuck with these seventy figures I have, something like that. Too many, too many, too much. I just hope one day when I pass on, my family's trying to sell these things that they <laughs> they're gonna be like, they're broken. We can't. Yeah, no, <laughs> that they get some good money out of them. Mom will be like, yard sale, five bucks for the lot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if anyone ever reads my obituary, find the nearest yard sale that my mom's having because you'll probably be able to get some really good figures why, on the cheap. Why in this scenario are you are you done before your mom? Oh, <laughs> like, not to be. Because parents, whatever, it, you know, in our mind, our parents, will never, they're yeah, untouchable. They'll, they're eternal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the sad truth of life. This is going to get sad. We're going to have to move on. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah? Um, there's not a whole hell of a lot to talk about, really, hardly anything. Um, but I did see a cool article that explained – I can't remember. Maybe it was Screen Rant that posted it um, that explained how Palpatine cut all the Jedi off from the Force. Like, obviously, we know that the dark side had clouded the Jedi's vision and things like that. But it explained, oh, it's from the first novel in the High Republic. So the new Star Wars thing they're coming out with, the High Republic. There's a scene in there, uh, supposedly. I haven't read it, but this is coming from Screen Rant. um, That talks about how there's someone in there that's imprisoned by a Sith or someone that uses the dark side and there's a whole huge monologue and things about how he surrounds him with pain and with anger and other people that are in this like dungeon thing and it diminishes his ability to use the force. Mm. So basically pain, anger, suffering, all these things diminish his ability to get in touch with the force. Makes sense. And it's genius because Sidious has an all-out war going across the galaxy. There's nonstop anger, suffering, and pain across the entire galaxy. So all the Jedi are clouded at this point. It's just another piece of his master plan that's brilliant. Yep. It's genius. Yeah. I love him. I love it. Greatest villain of all time. He is. He just gets greater and greater with age. It's beautiful. Yep. That's it. That's the whole show because that's the only thing I saw that I thought was really cool. Yeah, Palpatine. (laughs) 
Bye. <laughs> See you guys next week. See you next where week. we talk about General Zod. <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The whole episode. <laughs> still, still a six go figure I don't have. Oh, it's shit. Still, yeah. And the last one you need that for to the, actually for complete the a line. Steel, yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about that. I need to buy him. And I will find <laughs> him. I will find him. And I will rebuild Krypton upon his bones. I mean, we can obviously just spend the next two hours talking about Zack Snyder, but yeah. you hasn't heard that one? You're talking about genocide. Yes. And I'm arguing its merits with a ghost. Mm. I mean, I can say this now. If you're still listening to this show, you know what side of the bridge. You know that I drew my line in the sand. Um, Man of Steel is the greatest superhero. Uh, no. Second. The greatest yeah. Superman film. I was waiting. Yeah. The greatest Superman film of all time. Not that it has much competition, in my opinion, but sometimes it just needs to be said. I'm with you. Yeah. So um, there you go. Take that or leave it. Most which is great. Probably leave so uh, I didn't tell you this. Yeah, we don't have to spend a lot of time talking about it because I know. What the hell else are we going to talk about? Right. Um, Fucking trains, man. So I finally watched. What's it called? I finally watched The Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was talking about it. It looked good. I wanted to watch it. I love Carl, Carl Urban. Uh, but I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Finally, I watched it. Uh, fell in love with it to the point where halfway through season two, without even knowing how this sh- season ended, I pre-ordered the figure of Billy Butcher. Oh, yeah. And it's fucking diabolical. Everything's a cunt. Yep. It's great. So I watched it, got halfway through it, pre-ordered the figure after my payment went through, I was like, ah, crap. What if the season two ends terribly? And it kind of does end terribly. Yeah. Still do not regret buying the figure. But I will say this. So the, sh- the show's been out for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had plenty of opportunities to watch it. I'm an Amazon Prime member. I can watch it for free at any point. <laughs> what finally made me watch it now? I've... All this time. Good question. Finally, Tell us. Finally sit Tell down, us. Finally, us, please. Finally sit down and give it a go. The reason I watched it now, finally sat down and watched it, ready, was because Wonder Woman 1984 was so bad <laughs> that I wanted to see something where superheroes got killed. That's, I wanted to see something oh, where, shit. where superheroes died. Oh, shit. We're going down this road. Are we going to do it? That movie is, in my opinion... Awful. Terrible. It, it's, I'm going to have to have some Gentleman Jack. I wanted to avoid this. And not because I'm a DC fan. I don't. Because I'm not anymore. I'm, I'm a DC Comics fan. The DC films can fuck right off to Arizona. I mean, that's that's how I feel at the moment. <laughs> what, what, what was that look for? But they're good. Yeah, uh, Have they been, though? All right. We're going to do this. Let's do this. I'm going to. I'm going to pound a little whiskey. All right. Well, let's say this um, before we go down the whole thing. So with Wonder Woman 1984, Ryan got in the van uh, after Christmas. Please don't tell me anything that's going to make me hate him more than I already do. (laughs) I hope he doesn't listen to this. Hey, Ryan. Fuck you, guy. (laughs) No, No, we love you, Ryan. He got in. I got him a Christmas gift for fuck's sake. And I asked him, I was like, "Um, did you watch Wonder Woman? He was like, yeah. I said, did you like it? And he was like, it was okay. And then he went on about the things he didn't like about it, and I stayed completely silent. And then he looked at me, and he's like, oh, no. Unleash the he's Kraken. He's like, did you, did you like it? Does, no, he said, 
is my opinion opinion and yours not match or something like that? I said, oh no, they're way off. He's like, oh, did did you really like it? I said, no, I fucking hate it. <laughs> the movie is awful. <laughs> and so then I started ranting like the basic reasons that came straight to mind of why it's a terrible, terrible movie. And he was like, huh. Now I, I do think I hadn't thought of that. I, I do think I liked it a little less. The key thing, the main thing for me being that for overall, just the general feeling of the movie, it's supposed that we were told it was a movie that takes place in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a movie that takes place in the 1980s. It feels like a movie that was released in the 1980s. Correct. Like it feels like an yes. 80s movie. That's and just I over think the that's top, what they were going is, for. And it didn't work not for good. me. No. I, I, 80s movies that I enjoy, I enjoy because I watch them as a kid. Yeah. They're bad now. Most of them aren't great no. movies. And that's, there are exceptions. There are some movies that came out in the 80s that are actually really, really good movies. Like Robocop. Oh, yeah. It's actually, a, the first one's it actually holds up. a pretty good movie. You know, The uh, Thing. The Thing. Greatest. Uh, Die mm. Hard was 1989, I think. Was it really? It might have been early 90s. I could be wrong about that. But anyways, I digress. Um, so it's just, it's not going to work, especially for something like, what to me, to me, I want to make that perfectly clear if anybody hears this and disagrees with me, that to me, it's not going to work. I don't like the movie. I don't like that both villains are bumbling morons and fools. Um, the main villain feels like he has no plan whatsoever. He's just bumbling through and everything's just basically a consequence of his actions. He's not actually being a villain. He's just kind of, Oh, here's an opportunity for more power that I didn't expect. Pedro acts the shit he, he out of it though. It. He's he so kills good. It. He's so good. The greatest meme of all time now is it's good. It's good, but, but it, it could, could be, be better. better. Um, I love him in it. I love Gal Godot. I liked, uh, What's her name? Kristen Wiig. Chris, she acted yeah, she really did very good. well. Yeah. I don't think anybody acted poorly. No. But the villains, of course, you know me personally. The villains are a big thing for me. I don't. Same. I don't like that both villains just became good guys in the end. Both good guy. Both villains are both are both like, yeah, you're right. I renounce my wish. Both of them. Well, she didn't. She was normal at the end. She was normal because he he gave her her cheetah power. Okay. So by him renouncing his wish, it took away that power. Okay, so if that's the truth, then why did Wonder Woman need everybody in the world to renounce their wishes? She only needed him to renounce his. I don't think Because if he would have so. renounced his, then everybody's would have went away. Well, he gave her extra power from his... You know how he, when he gets someone's thing, it, they don't know the cost, mm-hmm. and he takes certain things. So he just decided, I suppose, to give her extra power... From a wish, so it, he so he has the power to just give power without exchanging for wishes. It, the, it would appear so. Then why did he exchange for wishes? Well, he needed more. Okay, <laughs> all right. But my biggest thing is I'm trying to play devil's advocate, yeah. but it's not working. Especially with him, because he's like the main guy, and then he's like, "Oh, you're right. I got to go save myself," which is fine. You know, he really does care. Yeah, about I his liked, son. I liked that. Um, I mean, I didn't but his lo- son's like walking through the steps. Or walking through the middle of the street on like an overpass by himself and cars. I figured that out. I've seen it and four then, times boom, now. He just walks out of the woods. I've seen it four times now, so I figured that out. His son walking around yelling for his dad, that was part of the vision. Like the world's about to end and everything, so not not really vision, but you know, the mm. the missiles are going off and everything else, and then when it gets reset, like nobody's in oh, okay, I guess. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. Everything's just okay. Yeah, everything everything obviously changed. I Silos also, disappeared and everything else. So. I also a, a small thing. I don't like that 
the whole thing because they're trying to build scale. The whole thing. That's where they went wrong. The president's like, we need more missiles. We need more nukes. Now listen to us. And Russia's first reaction to us getting more nukes is to launch their nukes. Without ours arming or launching, ours aren't in the air. We just have more than them. So they launch theirs? Well, to them, it probably would have been like, oh, look, on our map of nukes, here's more nukes we didn't know about. That must mean they're activating them or something. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense. But let's launch all of ours. Yeah. Let's launch all of ours at the country that now has more than us. Who's going to do what with theirs? Launch theirs at us. Sure. It doesn't make sense. No. But nothing compares to me. The ultimate thing for me is the end where we see him in the center and he's all lit up Mm -hmm. and the air is blowing Mm -hmm. and she throws the lasso at him and it blows back. Mm -hmm. Then she throws the lasso at him and it blows back. And she slips it in there somehow. Then she throws the lasso at him and it blows back. Then she falls to the ground, like kind of like she gives up and then she just talks to him and you don't see her move at all. She just lays there on the ground talking to him, and then all of a sudden the lasso of truth is through the air that kept pushing it back is now wrapped around his ankle. She used the force. She apparently. Uh, yeah. So the wonder force. Yeah. So the whole movie. Ah, I just. Mm. I've seen it four times now. I don't like it. Um. And like I said when we watched it together, <clears throat> the first time with my mom who loves it like more than life. But she absolutely loves Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman can do no wrong. I think my mom would like it too. Yeah, I think so too. So immediately I was like, oh, I can't hate this movie because mom loves it so much. (laughs) And then – I hate many things my mom enjoys. Right. Um, And I know Chris loves it. What? Oh, I'm sorry, Chris, if you listen to this. Yeah, I'm sorry too. So I'm like, man, I I can't hate it. Chris loves it. And then I was like, it's not not that bad. I like it. I don't like the tone and everything else. And then I saw it with you. And then I saw it again. Then I saw it again. I never want to what see it again. What am I doing? What have I continued to keep doing? Yeah. What have I done some more? What have I done some more? So yeah. I will say this. I'll preface it by saying if you like it, that's awesome because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. We've said this many times. If you like a movie, however a movie hits you, art is subjective, film is subjective, everything is subjective. If you like something, don't let anybody tell you you cannot. Just don't. It's your thing. Like it. Defend it. Die on that hill. We're going to end end this conversation with good cop, bad cop. You're over there like, it's fine, buddy. If you want to like it, that's great. That's cool. Have a cup of coffee. Watch it. And I'm over there like, it fucking sucks. (laughs) No, I'll say all that. I preface it with, I don't want to tell anyone what to like. Right. And I'll also say, watch it before you even take my opinion. If you haven't watched it, watch the damn thing. You might love it. Or watch it. You might hate it. Because while I started off being like, it's not that bad. It's, I didn't like the tone. It's okay. After four viewings now, I can officially say I never want to see that movie again. I think it I, is – I don't like it's it. Absolute, I don't D, like it. In the DCEU, it's the absolute worst sorry, movie. sorry, Chris. Forgive me. And I agree. It, it is actually worse. Now, I'm not counting Justice League, but every other DCEU film, it's last I'm, for me. I would. I will watch Justice League's movie before I watch Wonder Woman 84 again. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. I can't see Batman ever smirk or make those jokes ever again it's, in my life. I can't. But, but while, like I said before, while Justice, Joss Whedon's Justice League has several parts about it that are cringy, bad, awful, annoying, overall, in general, it's got some great things too. Yeah, they're probably and, the Zack Snyder parts, but yeah. Probably. <laughs> um, 
Well, Steppenwolf being the key thing. I know I like Zack Snyder's version better. I knew I would. Right. Um, but the guy who plays him, or uh, Kieran Hines, mm-hmm. the voice acting, his dialogue, the, the lines he speaks is so yeah. awesome and intimidating. Um, I like Bruce Wayne and Alfred in it. I like um, a lot of different things about the movie. And there's I don't I can't think of a single thing about Wonder Woman 1984 that I enjoy. Um, at, at all. I really, it bothers me that she doesn't have a sword and shield all of a sudden. Like she yeah. just uses her lasso for the entire movie. I will say this. The the movie started off so well, I was pumped because the Themyscira scene with young Diana, that whole thing's incredible. I love that. The movie started so well. I was like, I'm on board. This movie's going to be that, great. That annoyed me too. Oh, I loved it. It was so it, good. It was great. But all I could think of in the back of my head is. Oh, okay. Never mind. I just, I just I solved my own problem. I just Good. solved my own problem. Good. In my whole, in my whole mind, I was thinking to myself, I don't care that she's special. I don't care. She's still a child. She shouldn't be outrunning every single grown soldier woman who's trained. But she is a god. Oh yeah. So yeah, a little bit, a little bit more there. Yeah, that thought yeah. just popped in my head. Like, okay, okay, I can, I can get past that. That whole thing was so good, and then. Maybe the rest of the movie could have been good, but the mall scene was so oh, bad that was that it so immediately took bad. me out of the film, and I never got back into it. The mall scene is the worst thing I've seen. And I'll say this: I'll I'll do my big stand. The mall scene is the worst thing, and I'm taking this all. I'm covering the globe of comic book things here. I'm oh. talking about all Marvel, all DC. In my opinion. The mall scene is the worst thing I've ever seen in a comic book film ever. I'll take I'll take Batman was... making jokes. I'll take <laughs> See that that's anything my point. Dumb. I can't do it. The mall scene is so Honestly, fucking bad. The nineteen eighties mall scene Ugh. was so cheesy and over the top and, and I'm sure it was so on purpose, bad, but I hate it. I fully expected Arnold Schwarzenegger to pop around a corner. Because it felt like a, it felt like an eighties Schwarzenegger, like just I don't yeah. know the whole thing. It felt so bad, bad. Just yeah. I don't like it. And then from then on, I was like trying to find a spot. And the only spot of I guess I can say the only spot of light I really enjoy is the acting. The actors are all really good. They're all yeah. phenomenal. Pedro's great. Pedro steals the show. Yeah, he does. Um, and it's so good. At the end of the day, the main thing I took away from the movie was, okay, this literally feels like a four-issue run of a comic book yeah. that I picked up and read. Actually, I told Ryan. That's what it feels like. I think I told Ryan, I said, what the movie feels like to me overall, after only seeing it the one time, it feel, and this is going to sound like a knock to Marvel, but it's not. I said, it feels like a terrible attempt to copy Marvel. So I don't mean that it sounds like a knock to Marvel because Marvel's movies are different than DC's movies. But they make it work a lot but, of times. Yeah, this I one said, doesn't. But Marvel's movies, for what they are, to, for my opinion, most of them are still really good movies. Most of them. There are a couple that I just genuinely don't like. But, but they are a different thing than what DC does. They do things differently than DC does, but it works. A yes. lot of their movies are still good. Yeah. A lot of their movies are still great. And this felt like they were trying to do that and just poorly done. At the end of the day, I think they literally were trying to make it feel like an 80s film slash comic book. And it's the movie didn't work for me. The 
the thing I took away from it is I'm actually for like, I wasn't at all. And now after watching this, I'm actually a little bit scared about Patty Jenkins, star Wars thing. Well, here's the difference in that. Um, everyone, I've seen a lot of people saying that a lot of people saying, get rid of Patty and all this stuff. I I wouldn't say get rid of her. Um, She's a good movie maker. As far as her involvement in the first Wonder Woman, we know the story was Zach's. Um, and then she directed it and she did an amazing job and she added her things to it. And the first Wonder Woman's one of my all time favorite comic book films. Then she, she did, I mean, before Wonder Woman, she did things, but then after Wonder Woman, she's done things as well. Like she did a, a TV series, a mini series about a serial killer. I don't remember the name of it. Also I had Chris Pine. Ooh. Um, very well done. So I know she's a good filmmaker and a good director. I feel like where in this, this is just me, but I feel like where this movie went wrong was Jeff Johns' involvement in the oh, script. Oh, it's a very good point. So I, I don't really put all the blame on Patty. She likes the movie. Obviously, it's her movie. She did it. I'm not absolving her from – I want to say blame. It's like we're talking about fucking movies. There's no actual blame. Blame sounds so serious. This is a movie. There's nothing serious about this. It's just a fucking movie. But if we're going to say blame, yes, some of it falls on her. But at the end of the day, um, I kind of share most or give most of it to Johns because I don't like him. And that that's about it. <laughs> Fuck that's that still, guy. That still bums me out because some of the Aquaman comics are so fucking good. Oh, no. But Johns yeah, is great. He's got no business with comic being books. Film. He has no business doing s- screenplays and things like that. Oh. Some things don't transition. Like in a comic book. Like Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah. In a comic book, you can get away with a lot of the things they got away with in Wonder Woman 1984, and they just feel different. But then when you see them acted out or done live, you're like, oh, that's not very good. In a comic book, the scope of the nuclear war and all these things, you know, it it's like, okay. But no, when you see it, you know, live, it's like, eh. Yeah, not a fan. Yeah. No, no. I can no. never watch it again and be fine. But, I mean, that transitions to what I'm saying as far as I'm on currently at the moment. Um, this guy in the DC films are at arm's length. Because you think about Shazam. Which, so basically everything pre-Justice League. Where Hamada is doing his thing and all that. So you have Aquaman. I like Aquaman. It it has some issues. I like it. It's fine. Um. Then they do Joker, which is its own thing, mm-hmm. which is great. Then we get back to the DCEU stuff, and you have Shazam, which at the time I loved it. And I've seen it like six times now, and it's just okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's not as good as I thought. Um, it's not bad, but it's just okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have Birds of Prey, which I saw it and loved it. Watched it again, loved, liked it. Watched it again. It's was like, okay, it's just okay. Like it's it's not a bad movie, but it's not – it's it's okay. And then we get Wonder Woman 84 and it's not okay. <laughs> and now I'm just on this. And then we have the, the Ray Fisher cyborg stuff where he's trying to say, you know, he's trying to speak his truth and Warner brothers is just doubling down on Hamada for reasons that I'm sure they know. And I'm just kind of at a point where I'm like, I don't know if I'd like where DC's going under the direction of Walter Hamada. Like, our sample size currently is a mixed bag of goods, and so I'm not balls deep in this. I'm not all in. 
I'm I'm very standoffish at the moment. I think Zack Snyder's Justice League is going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen because I'm biased and I love his shit. Call me a Snyder cultist. I don't give a fuck. Maybe I am. It's going to be amazing. But beyond that, as far as the actual DCEU stuff, it's up in the air. Wait and see for me. I think the Batman's going to be great, but that's not DCEU. The Flash movie, who the hell knows? Black Adam, it's got some of my all-time favorite DC comic heroes in it, and I'm terrified about it. Terrified. I love Dr. Fate. I love Hawkman. And I'm terrified of The Rock. (laughs) Yep. Because The Rock is cool, and he's The Rock when he's playing in Fast and Furious. Or when he's playing in Jumanji. But The Rock in a superhero film, all I I just keep getting these PTSD flashbacks of Scorpion King. Oh. Like like the, or Hercules. I, why would you why why would you bring those to, to this conversation? In my mind to just keep seeing the movies The Rock has done where he tried to be serious. And it's like, oh shit. Just keep in mind Doom. Put Doom back in your there mind. There you go. There you go. I fell asleep before I finished that, but there you go. Just put it back in your brain. I mean, not to say The Rock can't be serious. Snitch, um, Faster. Walking Tall. Walking Tall. I don't remember that one really. Um, Doom. But he he can do serious and he can act. But I'm saying given what we've seen from DC on these past few films, I'm now terrified about this movie. I'm afraid it's just going to be The Rock out there saying, woman, I am the Black Adam. Yeah, it's or just going to be the rock. The cavalry. It's going to be the rock being the rock it's, with a black suit. That's what I'm afraid of. It's just going to be the rock throwing one-liners and yep. giving suplexes to people. It's I'm terrified of this movie. <laughs> I'm terrified. Like oh the shit, most electrifying man <laughs> in DC Entertainment. Ugh. As I drink a Steve Austin beer, that's a fair point. At the end of the day. Give me hell yeah. Uh, you'll need this. I will need that. Pass that here. I'm going to have a good beer now. Sorry, <laughs> sorry Steve Austin, if you ever hear this. It's funny because normally our reactions always go with the complete opposite end. We're like, fuck you. This is bad. It's Steve Austin. We're like, sorry, fella. Sorry. This is just okay. This, it's just it's just not for me, Steve. That's all. It's not for me. Can't have Steve Austin breaking up in here and killing us both. He's listening right now going, What? Oh, you know Steve Austin listens what? to the show. Steve Austin loves He's this show. He's on his way here now in a beer truck. <laughs> we'll have him on one day, but he's he's a busy guy. He is know, a very busy, busy guy. guy. We do the show at Strange Hours. It's the only reason he hasn't been on yet. Yeah. He's a busy man. He's got IPAs to make. <laughs> yes, he does. But yeah, DC. Hey, what are you drinking there? I don't know. Oh, have a little Gentleman Jack, I sir. I don't have a little Gentleman Jack. Don't mind if I, I do. Yeah. Oh. That was difficult. It looked and sounded difficult. I drank damn near a whole bottle of Glenn Levitt this week. Not a whole bottle? Quitter. Yeah. <laughs> I drank too much Pippin. I drank too much Pip. What's that? A pint. It comes in pints. I'm getting one. Ah. And then I love the fact that like Sam's Sam's like or was it Sam or Frodo, I don't remember. But one of them's like, You got a whole half already. It was Frodo. Like, I think. A whole half? Yeah. A whole half, right. which of course the hobbits, it's a lot, but, I... but yeah, DC films in the future. I'm I'm now officially at arm's length. We'll see what happens. I have no excitement. My excitement sits with Zach oh, and yeah. his Justice League. 
And but anything that may spawn off of that, which the media is trying to tear it to shreds right now and say that nothing's coming from it. We'll see. Maybe well, I think Did you we'll, see the I video? I believe it was the – I believe – I don't remember who posted it now. I think, I think it might have been NY Tom. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted a video of um, people talking about the Snyder Cut. People talking about the Snyder version of Justice League before the fan base went nuts with it or whatever. And like it showed like an interview. Oh, yeah, the one like, that had like a, John Campy was John in Campy there. John Campy was yeah. like, he, he was needs to get it. off social media. Yeah. It's never going to happen or yeah. whatever. And then other people were oh, like. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that it showed uh, people like Joss Whedon and his crew for some movie. I don't remember. And somebody on the couch was like, oh, yeah, Zack Snyder's version. Ha ha. And Joss Whedon like laughs. And now it's like, now it's happening. So all y'all can go fuck yourselves. They can. Every they one can of you. fuck clean off. Because I was going to say, and we've pimped Zack Snyder a million times in the show. We don't. I him. wish I could pimp Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'd make bank, dude. Right? It would all be from me. From myself. I'd pay myself. <laughs> pay myself to be with Zack. Just taking a trip to the bank to make withdrawal. <laughs> taking a trip to the bank to make a deposit. <laughs> Take, never mind. I'm not going to say that. I've said too many bad things on this show that yeah. I can't take back. Yep. Um, <laughs> but no, like it's not it's not just blindly like, hey, if Zack Snyder's name's on it, I'm going to love it. Um, it's like as far as the DC movies go, DC, Zack Snyder has not only a deep, massive understanding and love for the characters that some actors and filmmakers lack, but also like a deep appreciation of the real world, which and, is what I like about what happened right. in the real world. He tries to translate it to real, you know, if this was a thing, yeah, this is how it would go. And a lot of people don't like that. They want escapism, which I think is it's a, okay. It's a perfect example. It's, um, the Logan movie. Oh, where it's yes. an amazing James movie. And it's it. set like in the real world. And it feels yep. very real, and very visceral, and very believable. And then in that movie, he picks up X-Men comics and he's like, this isn't how it happened. Right. And that's the exact thing I'm talking about. Like, I love comic books. I do. They're great. And But I don't want to see them when I watch a comic book right. film. They're, I don't. It's, But, you know, Zack Snyder tries to make them like they're not comic books. Correct. They're, if this is real, this is how it's going to happen. And this is how people are going to respond. Which is why he borrows so much from Frank Miller. And oh, people yeah. like that that actually incorporate that realism into their comic books. Yeah, especially with like the older Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I, I love it. A lot of people I, I love, love it, it too, man. Um, A lot of people do. Yep. Zack's army is strong. But I will be the first one. If, God forbid, knock on wood, if Zack Snyder's Justice League is awful... Well, yeah, I'm going to I'll say be it. on the show saying it's awful. And I'm, I'm going to get blindly... plastered because I'm going to be bummed as shit. Yeah, me too. But, uh, but if it's think bad, it's, gonna... it's bad. I don't think it's going to be, no. but I'm not, I'm just trying to make the point where, because you said, call me a Zack Snyder cultist. Now, I, don't, I don't think either one of us are. I think I love Zack Snyder. I love all of his work that I've experienced. I even watched Guardians of Gahul. It's amazing. It's mm-hmm. very, it's visually, it's Zack Snyder all over it. It's a good movie. The second he makes a bad movie, or I see one of his movies that he's made and it's bad, I'm just, I'm going to acknowledge that it's a bad movie. Yeah, the reason I say call me a Snyder cultist is because I'm one of those people, and we've talked about it on the show, that will say Zack Snyder has not made a film I don't like. So immediately in most people's mind, he's a Zack Snyder guy, yeah. period. And that's okay if you want to say that. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. Like I said, call me a Snyder cultist. 
I love and I don't like. I literally love every film he's made. Mm-hmm. When he makes a bad one, I'm going to exactly. say it. Yep. But, of course, I, I haven't watched Dawn of the Dead again yet. I love that movie. Uh, it's so good and it's so hard so, to watch. It's, that's a good point, though. Dawn of the Dead is visceral. Oh, it yeah. is hard to watch. It is gritty. It is real. It's a, a zombie movie, but if the zombies actually happened, this is, <laughs> right. these are things that would happen. It's so different. You gave that guy the the chance to make a Batman movie. What did you think was going to happen? Right. Well, how did you think he was going to make it? He was He's going to make it as best he can in the real world. But I digress. We've talked about Zack Snyder a hundred million times. We don't need to keep talking about him now. Well, we can for a second because um, did you see the promo image for uh, – shit. Let's go. Army of the Dead? No. So they released a new promo that basically just has the vault open and oh. all the characters standing in the entry. What's phenomenal though is the only thing that you can see that's inside the vault are five film canisters that look identical to the canisters that he showed when he was teasing – I have the Snyder Cut here. We just have to get it done. Hold on, wait a minute. So wait a minute, in wait a his vault is his own fucking movie. <laughs> that's it. That's the treasure, man. It's a heist movie in a zombie world, and they're going after the Snyder that's Cut. <laughs> actu- Dude, I actually hope that's what they're doing. I mean, I'm sure they're not, but the fact know, that he but, put it in there is so cool. But that would be awesome because the, the thing tells you they're going for the heist of a lifetime. They never mm-hmm. tell you what they're trying to steal. Right? That would be awesome. It's if hilarious. If it's just like a grown-up version of uh, – of, uh, Fanboys, they're just trying to get there to they're steal all a just copy Justice League of fans. the Justice League movie. <laughs> oh, that would be the best plot twist ever. It. Oh, he also had a quote where he said, um, basically he said, for years I had this idea for Army of the Dead, and I pitched it at Wonder or Wonder Brothers. Wonder might Brothers as, might as well be and Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four, Warner Woman. <laughs> But he said at WB, I pitched it for years, and they were always like they couldn't justify spending that much money on a zombie movie. And he was like, I tried to tell them it's so much more than a zombie movie, so but it always just fizzled out. And now Netflix just lets him do his thing, baby. Yeah, Netflix it's gonna is be like, so good, man. You only wanted a hundred million? Okay, take make it two. I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm not driving. No, but even Bautista, did you see that he said he passed on being in the Suicide Squad because he wanted to work with Zach. Oh, that is And I think it says a lot. For everyone that pisses on Zack Snyder, you don't have to like his movies. But look at his track record. There's not a single actor or actress that has not worked with him that does not come away saying he's the nicest, most down-to-earth, coolest guy they've ever worked with. After the whole fiasco with the – I mean if we want to talk about Zack Snyder, that's fine. We don't – the big thing is trying not to keep talking about Justice League over and over again. (laughs) Right. But – um. When the whole thing happened and he left, and all in the Zach, the Snyder Cut movement really started happening, every actor from Justice League was yeah. on board. Everyone and they still was are like, to this day. We love, and you've seen videos of Jason Momoa. Yeah, well, like Jason face, and Ray, like, his face like light up yeah. when Zack Snyder, you know, comes in. Jason and, then, and Ray are all on board. Yeah, but I mean, but not even just for the movie, but like for him, he's a cool dude. Yeah. I, you know, I saw. Um, for Zack Snyder's birthday, Jason Momoa got him a camera and they, they showed the video. He's chilling with Zack Snyder for Zack yeah. Snyder's birthday and Zack Snyder opens up this camera and they you know, you can tell that they're actually genuinely friends. Yeah. And it's, it says a lot about Zack Snyder as 
a person more than just a filmmaker who you may right. like his movies, you may not like his movies. What also says as so a much, person, I he's a very meetable guy. I want to. Yeah. He's like at the top of my list. I want him. Oh, he's number one. No one is. else is there. No one. Like used to it was Harrison Ford, but no, because while I love Harrison Ford, I know he'd be a dick to me. He would be. I'd enjoy it, but he'd be a dick to me. I know if I met Zach, we would. I mean, it would just be phenomenal. Yeah, I would just stare. Yep. But he he would be very you know he would be nice. Nice. I'm yeah. not saying we would leave best friends. No, but he'd be nice um, to me. But he would he'd yeah. be nice to me, <laughs> and that's what matters. That's what matters. Um, no, but as far as not just the actors, name a director, name a movie maker in Hollywood that has been this involved with the fans. There isn't one. He goes on podcasts. Like if I reached out, he would probably come on the show. Like because he, oh, don't don't do that, right? He don't, don't give, give me, me hope. hope. He goes on podcasts all the time and talks to the fans, and he's just relatable and he opens up to. It's awesome. I mean, he's just a down to earth, really nice guy. Right. Hear that's me, it. Hear me out. All right, I'm hearing you. Hear me out. So we we change the name of our show. <laughs> all right. To the Zack Snyder podcast, <laughs> and then reach out to him and say, "Hey Zach, would you we, like to be on the Zach what cast?" We, what we tell him is, "We're in trouble legally for false advertisement because we named our thing Zack Snyder podcast, and we don't actually have Zack Snyder." So to help us out from our legal troubles, you should come on the show. There you go. And as soon as he's done, we change the name back. But sure. We, and I'll delete this segment from this episode. It'll be the most <laughs> editing work I've done on any of our episodes. Because that is nothing. Our show is nothing if unfiltered. Because I have not spent one fucking minute, not even a damn second, on editing <laughs> nope. any of our audio. And we're done. Upload. Click and upload and let her rip. Which is fine by me. I don't care. It's fine by me, too, until I say terrible things. <laughs> that's No, that's fine, too. Because <laughs> for you. I haven't said any of them. <laughs> I mean, I've said some bad things, but not not. But me. I haven't not said like me. Yeah, the things you says. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not only that, but also like the uh, oh. <laughs> um, change the name of the podcast to Jordan throws people under the bus. Oh, what the, did I do? <laughs> don't, don't, on, of course, doesn't really matter because I'm going to do the same thing now. But like on the podcast, we're talking a couple weeks ago. I don't remember now. Well, I mean, obviously a couple weeks ago. We haven't recorded in a while. A couple episodes ago, I should say. Sure. But we're talking. And then randomly, we were talking. Talk, started Started talking about weed. Yeah. And you're like. Well, oh, you it was all yours, yeah, bro. You're like, <laughs> you should know. You got some in the basement. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! What, what are you? What are you doing? I'm innocent. I've never done it. I never. Like I'm out. In the, I didn't buy this. Oh, I'm sorry. Patrick did it. Uh, undisclosed location. Police <laughs> are listening in right now. Like ah, so Patrick Scott's on me. Eh? Oh, I don't know funny. why the undisclosed location police are like old timey sounding. Because they've been undisclosed location for so long. They're not with the times, man. <laughs> they've been undisclosed for so long. Oh, he got some weed, eh? Oh, he's got some of that marijuana, eh? He's got some of that devil's grass, eh? <laughs> oh, we're going to find him. I I know where he is. I have a hunch. <laughs> oh, I love it. Ridiculous. I do throw people under the bus. You do. That's fine. I've told Ryan more than once to go fuck himself, and I don't mean that. <laughs> no, but... He's a good guy. Uh, so I like Ryan. In all fairness... It, you obviously don't mean it. 
No. I know you don't mean it. No. I'm assuming he knows the you audience don't mean it. probably does. <laughs> but I hope but they on do. the other side of the coin also he says Elrond sucks. So to a, to a certain extent he can go fuck himself. <laughs> you besmirch the name of my lord Elrond and yes. we will fight to the death. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he is mm. fucking Elrond. He is. He's, he was there when the strength of men <laughs> failed. He was there. He was. Damn it. Of course. That's, I seen it. That's not really a good argument because that's the whole reason Ryan says he doesn't like him. Yeah, but Ryan has obviously not read the books because the movies and the books are two completely different well, things thing is, when it comes to Elrond being where he was. It doesn't matter because I haven't read the books all the way through. You still get it. And I've watched the movie and the point he brought up never crossed my mind. Because the point he brought up, for anybody who's listening still, the point he brought up was like, for the sake of Middle-earth, and it sounds logical, for the sake of Middle-earth, Elrond should have just attacked Isildur to, to beat him and then threw the ring in. Logically, oh man, that does make sense. I mean, he should have. He should have made that sacrifice. I never thought of that. Thought never even crossed my mind because it's, it's beyond, to me, it's beyond Elrond's character to just betray his friend. Um, to, to, you know fight and maybe murder the king of Gondor. Yeah. I mean it would be all it'd be war all over again. Yeah. It wouldn't be with Sauron, but yeah, you it cannot be, kill the king yeah, of Gondor. You can't kill the king of Gondor. No. I Man, mean if we're just going off the movies, that reason alone, Elrond's not gonna do it. I I, I don't know because I like I said I haven't read the books all the way through. I try, they're just so long. So I just pop the movie and yeah. <laughs> call it a day. Yeah. But four hours. It seems yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can get through the movies a lot faster than I'll get through the books. You guys know me in reading books. I, I tell you, you gave me all right. So it takes me so long to read books that Lauren gave me a book that she forgot was actually mine. <laughs> <laughs> the you got me the one year for my birthday. I think uh, the How to Be a Kick Ass Writer. Oh, Chuck Wendig, yeah. Yeah, and I read about halfway through it and let her borrow it because I was making no more progress than that. She just gave it back to me a couple weeks ago. I was like, I think you'll like this. <laughs> this will help you. I looked at it and I was like, this is my book. I didn't tell her. I was like, thanks. I'll read this. It'll probably give it back to yeah. you. <laughs> she had no idea. I love give me a it. stack of four books about writing. And one of them was already mine. But, um. Which I'm glad she said something because she said she was going to get rid of them. And I was like, well, I mean, I, w- I mean, I wouldn't have been mad. Yeah. But it was mine. But yeah. um, anyways, yeah, from, from watching the movies alone, um, not only can you not kill the King of Men, the King of Gondor, mm-hmm. um, without you're, – you're not saving Middle Earth at that point. You're starting a full-blown war all over again. Yep. Between And this time it will be a race – especially right here when the races have united against a single enemy. Now you're going to divide the races again. Uh, elves will be at war with men. Who are the, whose side of the door is going to pick? Probably. Well, I don't know. They're they're not going to side with the elves. I know that. Um, but are they going to side with men? Or are they going to stay to their own? You know, you don't know what's going to happen. But also beyond that, it just feels like even watching the movies, it feels beyond. Because the to me, the characters in Lord of the Rings, and that's what sets it apart as a classic above all else. Is it's very much in a world of good and evil, and that's it. I mean, it's yeah. Characters are pure. Characters are corrupt. Characters are pure. Characters are corrupt. And Elrond is a pure character. 
Yeah. I don't He's see a good him guy. doing that. No. You know, his morals wouldn't allow him to attack right. and kill the person he served with, the person he befriended, the person that is also the king of, of men. And also, you know, I, I don't know. I, this could be way off, but to a degree, you know, when a, when a ring bearer bears a ring, it is within their rights to do with it what they will. You know, Galadriel has a ring of power. You know, um, obviously the nine m- mortal kings fell to the corruption of the ring. But I, I don't, it feels kind of like a childish way to put it, but I feel like to a degree, while Isildur's choice was wrong, it was his choice to make. He is the ring bearer. It's his choice. There's nothing you can do about it. And the way Tolkien wrote everything. See, he wrote everything. Yes, is this awesome story the all know and love. But it's all rooted in something. Like the decision had to be a Sildur's to make. Not as much for the story as for the overall. Not for the narrative, but as the overall story he's trying to tell about the character. Mm-hmm. And he likes to show the real life things that happen to us with redemption and our decisions Mm -hmm. and the consequences of our decisions. And Isildur is just another example in his tapestry of, you know, the human condition and our decisions that we make. Mm -hmm. It was, you're right. It was his decision to make. I'm so glad I got that without ever reading the book. And he made the wrong decision, but there's, you're supposed to be able to relate with all these decisions. Yeah. Like all of us can relate to Boromir. Oh yeah. We all want to be a good person, and then we've all lapsed yeah. into these bad I relate, things. I can relate to Boromir. I remember that time I got shot three times in right? the chest with arrows. All of us can relate to that shit. I remember that time I fought to defend the hobbits. I did too. And just took them to Isengard. <laughs> I remember the memes that came from that. <laughs> We're supposed to relate with the overall plight of the character, and Boromir's story is failure and redemption. You know, And we're all supposed to be able to relate to that. Um, I'm going way deeper than most people would, but in no, my it's... mind, that's how Tolkien did it. And knowing him as a person, what he believed, that is how he portrayed all of these characters. Um, that's beautiful. Not only that, but I mean, this has nothing to do with anything deep, but in the books, Isildur's like seven foot two. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he comes from the line of Numenor, so they're they're bigger. So, so Elrond was basically like, uh, "Sir, <laughs> yeah, please destroy it." Yeah, he was yelling up to it. I mean, in the books, they don't ever get to that point. There's no standing on the cliffs of Mount in, inside Mount Doom. Really? No, that never happens. Wow. Yeah, that's a movie thing. Doesn't happen. That's it. My goal. My my goal for 2021 is to read the Lord of the Rings. There you go. Read Silmarillion, or actually, here's the thing to do. You drive a ton now, like me. Mm-hmm. Just get audiobooks, dude. That's Absolutely where it's at. Not, no. It's so good. No, I gotta. It's so good. Gotta read, Especially uh, if you get just, a good narrator. Just, I feel like, a part of me feels like, it's like a rite of passage. And, and to make the claims that I make for my fandoms and my, and my nerd level, to have not read Lord of the Rings, I feel is kind of like a slight. And a huge, to me personally, a disrespect to the works of J.R.R. Tolkien. Sure. Like, you know, I, I absolutely love the world he created. How can I make that claim if I've never actually read his works? Well, so I, I feel like I thing. do need to read his books at least once in my life. At least maybe, and I don't even know, it may not be a thing, but if there is an audio book version of Silmarillion, 
you might listen to the audiobook audiobook of that because it's not as much of a story yeah, as a that. history. Um, so that might be easier um, to listen also, to like, than I have to no, read. I have no excuse because I have all of them. I have I have like four copies of The Hobbit. Um, I have the Silmarillion. I have two separate copies of the entire trilogy of Lord of the Rings, and I think a separate single copy of The Return of the King. So I've got no excuse. No, I I just I just need to read them. I'm going to. There you go. There we go. Boom. If I Done. can pull myself away from the fucking PlayStation Five for long enough to do something. Constructive and creative. That hasn't been hard for me lately. I mean, I haven't been playing games. It I've just been watching things. When I knew Nate was coming back, um, I didn't. I did not. The week before Christmas, I did not turn my PS5 on at all. I took it from your house that weekend, um, set it back up, and even when I set it back up, I never turned it on. And then all week, I set. I spent not playing anything. I sat down and tried to write a little bit for the Star Wars adventure. Uh, for the tabletop RPG. Um, and I actually tried, you know, like photography and whatnot and I actually got creative and actually had a really good week. Really enjoyed it. Right. Isn't it fun it to is be creative fun like that? To, to, step to not away from be the TV. in front of a screen. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, and then I sat down and watched, um, Castlevania. And then after I finished it, the first thing that popped up recommended was Dragon's Dogma, which I was like, I like that game. So I watched two episodes of it, remembered my experience playing the game, signed in as you, downloaded the game again, and there went my whole creativeness. I oh, yeah. sat down, I watched the show, then I play the game, then I watch the show, then I play the game. And basically, like yesterday and the day before, I got home from work and then played uh, Dragon's Dogma for like six hours, five nice. hours. Yeah. Good. No. Yes. I was doing so good Do the it. previous week. I wanted, I wanted, Create something. I want to do something yeah. that actually grows myself as a person or an intellectual or anything. So just – not to besmirch <laughs> video games oh, or, yeah. or entertainment. I love video – obviously. I love video games. I love TV shows. Uh, I just feel like moderation is key and I am not one for moderation. Yeah. Obviously, you've heard me drunk on the show several times. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, you haven't seen me on YouTube yet, and that's because no. you would see that I don't moderate food at all. <laughs> I'm a bit of a fat sack of shit. <laughs> my favorite part, my favorite part, um, I got excited there, so you might have to adjust the volume before you. Nope, it's because good. Because I, I just kind of shouted there. But it's weird because I started listening to the Bob and Tom show when I started working at Perfection because we do a lot of driving. I get sick of listening to music because it just plays the same song. No matter yeah, what station I don't you pick, listen to music. it doesn't yeah. matter if you listen to the rock station, the country station, the rap station, they're playing the same music over and over and over again. So I just listen to Bob and Tom talk because I don't really care to listen to other people talk. That's why I listen I mean, to sports wait radio. A minute, wait a minute. Uh, listening to other people talk is great. Yeah. And you every, keep doing everybody it. should do that. Everybody yeah. should listen to somebody else talk. The For opinion, hours on end. The opinions of strangers are so vital in today's day and age. Yeah. But, but Bob and Tom are so funny. Uh, and the uh, the rest of the cast, obviously Bob and Tom, uh, Bob's not there anymore, but um, Pat, I think it is. So as funny as they are and the things they talk about, one of the guys, I think it's Pat. Um, I hope it's Pat <laughs> because <laughs> that would be awesome. 
But they have this thing where, like they make fun of him because he's so big. He's so fat. It, I say make fun of him, but he laughs with them. It's sure. part of the joke. He has a good time. He's crying inside. Yeah, probably because yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, but one of the things he does is he has a song where he's like, nobody's fatter than me. Nobody's fatter than me. I don't know if you've heard it or not. I know you've listened to the show. I haven't listened to the show in years. Okay. I listen to sports radio well, or podcasts. As funny as these guys are and, and as, as formative as they can be on random things that don't really matter, but it's still cool information to have. Nothing gets me excited as much as hearing that guy sing, nobody's fatter than me. And then I find myself driving, singing along with, <laughs> like a sense of pride <laughs> as my belly jiggles. Nobody's fatter than me. And I've never seen the guy, uh. but like, I feel like this fierce sense of competition almost <laughs> like, I need, hey, I'm fatter is, than is you, Is he fatter Pat. than me? Because if he is, we might have words. <laughs> um, and, of course, me and Ryan are actually talking. Dude, this past week, week and a half, maybe even two weeks, I've downed, I've destroyed, I've straight obliterated so many nuggets. <laughs> like, like, I've been just scarfing nuggets, McDonald's nuggets, 20 at a time, just pounding these have things. Have you seen the meme about uh, um, McDonald's? 20 piece nugget serving size uh, recommendation is four people. And then it has the fat Leo DiCaprio as the guy from, uh, from uh, Django Unchained, just making that goofy face like hey, four people, my ass. Yeah. There's no way that that might feed four children <laughs> or myself. Cause, Cause I mean, and I was actually, I was talking to Ryan about it. Cause we were talking about doing the, the hundred nugget contest again. Because Ryan, Ryan wants to Except be in. Except I'm not going to die this time. I, and I said, I, I, said I said, it's so weird because, oh, for a brief side note, Burger King's nuggets are complete shit. That was our mistake. They should have they're, all been for Mickey D's. They're awful. I, that's what I told him. I said, they, I think it's part of the problem was they mixed them. Yeah. McDonald's and Burger King. If you're going Burger to, King's you, are straight breading. No, no. Burger King's taste like fucking Tyson microwave nuggets. That too. Like, they're not great. They're hard to choke and, down, And man. I'm okay with Tyson's microwave nuggets if that's what I want. I will buy the <laughs> fucking bag by the hundred and throw them in the microwave. But that's not what I want. I know it's weird to act to act like there's a sense of quality to fast food. But <laughs> I don't want to go to Burger King and get fucking Tyson nuggets. I want to at least pretend that they didn't just throw them in a microwave. Uh. But you can't when they taste... Like they came out of the well, microwave. they charge you like eighty nine cents for ten nuggets. That's at true. King, That's so. true. But anyways, so I said they need doesn't it doesn't matter what restaurant they're from. They need to be from a single restaurant. I said, but if you're going to mix, it needs to be McDonald's and Wendy's because Wendy's nuggets are oh, fucking yeah. bomb fire. But anyways, so we were talking about it, and it actually kind of got excited, it lit a fire in my soul because we talked about. I talked to him a little bit about the time we did the 100 Nugget Challenge and that I think it was you and me versus Nathan Mitchell. Yep. And I think in the end I had like 54, 56. Yeah, I only had 47 Nuggets. So you, you would so have had 53. 53. Okay. Yeah. So I had 53 Nuggets. Um, and I told him, I said, it's weird because 53 Nuggets, I felt like death. I felt like this was the end. <laughs> I felt like like I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. Like <laughs> Tell my friends and family I love them. Write my will because this is how I go. Like it's it. It's the end. My obituary is going to be in the paper in a couple of days. <laughs> but twenty nuggets is like keep them coming. <laughs> like right twenty doesn't even scratch the surface. <laughs> you you get to twenty and you're like keep keep going. The but you get, but, keep going. But you get to fifty three and you're like 
the dwarves and the greed dug too deep and too greedily. <laughs> so it's like there's some magic number between 20 and 53. There is. That is. But so he made a joke about doing it like annually. Oh. And then having it catered. <laughs> and then like he laughed and I looked at him and I was like, dude, that's kind of awesome. Because at that point, you got a bunch of stupid friends making an event yes. out of something that doesn't matter at all. But here's and how I that am, could work. I am on board for it. Yeah, and here's how that could work. So whenever the world goes back to normal, ha- yeah, and we can go places and do things normally, um, we could try to pitch this as an event to book, uh, Books and Brews. They have the section already, the podcast section in there. They do their own cast. Assuming they have survived COVID, I'm not sure. They, they are. Have. Yeah, they have. They've, okay. They're still posting things. Then we can they're start, hiring at the moment, actually. All right. We so can if start you're looking doing for a job there. in the Indianapolis area, Books and Brews is a great place. It's great people. I actually worked there very briefly. Left for reasons not related to them. It's a great place to work. Yeah. Great place. I mean, that that could be a thing. Like, we do the Nugget Challenge while having the podcast I do need at to reach Books out and to Brews. Because... I need to go there again, first of all. They yeah, got some great I beer. I do too. Um, I do have good beer. But yeah, and but I pitched this idea. You ready? Yeah, hit me. This is the, the idea that I have. And so last time we did the first team to 100 Nuggets wins, I don't think we should do that again. I think we should just set a time limit for every individual and the person who eats the most in that time limit. Doof. Yeah. That's all you, bro. That's. <laughs> Thank you for being like, you're so fat. <laughs> You're, you're so fat, you're going to win. You're the champion of that, you fat sack of shit. Appreciate the vote of confidence, you bastard. I saw you eat 53 to my 47, so I know I can't keep up. Oh. I I went outside and tried to induce vomiting and couldn't because there was a wad of nuggets in my esophagus. You know, you, you couldn't induce vomiting because your entire body was shut down from the sodium. Yes, <laughs> just, just correct. Like done. That was awful pain. I said, but we can't do that because the only problem with doing a time limit and whoever eats the most is because you don't know how many to get. Because one person could potentially eat 100. <laughs> I mean, Damn. it's not it's not likely. No. But So how many do you – By you don't, pain you, of death. You don't want – if by my life or my death I can win this contest, I shall. <laughs> but uh. you, you, you can't have an all-you-can-eat contest with a time limit and then somebody run out. You yeah, can't. that's so true. you have to order more a than enough, amount or which a means ton. you're ordering like 600 nuggets, Oof. depending on how many people you have involved. Oof. Now, I think I think if we have four people, that's another problem. That is, no, that's the major problem because even if you just do like call it 60 nuggets per person, because I made it to 50, so maybe. Me, maybe somebody else can actually make it to sixty. So if you do sixty nuggets per person, how are you going? How are you going to get that? That's two hundred and forty nuggets just between the four of us. I did that math so fast. There you I'm go. So proud of myself. Nugget math. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to nuggets, it's a I'm, new unit of measurement. Carry the one, divide the seven. I got this. I'm like the yeah. rain man of nuggets, man. Oh yeah, you're beautiful, mind. <laughs> <laughs> I. Dude, it used to be like. It's so weird because it used to be memes, like especially when when Baby Yoda came became a thing and all the memes of him with nuggies. Oh yeah, and it's like, 
Ha ha, that's funny. Move on. Stop with the fucking Grogu memes. They're funny, then then they're cute, and then they're just, I'm literally only reading it because it's him. That's it. They don't matter. And now that I'm almost 31, I've become obsessed with chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggies. Like, they're so Chicken nuggies. fucking good. Another point I made to Ryan, I'm not a fool. I mean, I am in some degrees, but when it comes to nuggets, I'm not. When it comes to fast food, I'm not. I'm not an idiot. I know McDonald's isn't good, <laughs> but it's so good. It's, I don't think it's a hundred percent beef. I don't think it's a hundred percent white chicken breast. No, hell no. But whatever it is, it's tasty. It's delicious. Yeah. Whatever they're doing, they're doing it right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I ran it a fair bit about nuggets. I dig it. There we go. That, that's the title of the show. Nuggets. Nuggets. No, honestly, I don't know what the this t- title of this show is going to be like open mic or some shit because we had no clear topic and we've covered no one clear thing. We're all over the place. Yeah. And I'm going to continue to be all over the place by going from chicken nuggets to cannibalism. <laughs> Dude. Okay, so I'm so glad we're not doing YouTube because if, because if anybody saw how excited I got that you just said cannibalism, uh, I would probably cast shade upon for a while. Our video would get taken down. Yeah, I so I think I know why you're talking about cannibalism. Yeah, you do. I got excited because no, that's not good either. <laughs> yeah, you know why I'm talking about cannibalism. <laughs> Ah, poor Jerry. But anyways, (laughs) no, um, so we got a running joke, uh, at work and I know where you're going. I just want to take a brief second. We got a running joke at work because one of the guys at work, a really cool dude. He's really funny. He's actually really intelligent. Just got a very terrible taste in music. Just going to throw that out there. Country. No, uh, the, yeah, yeah, that, that shit, the, I don't know where it sounds like they're speaking. The language of Mordor or something. But, um, he's, um, like half British. I've talked to you about him before, um, because I, I made fun of him about not seeing the Patriot because he wouldn't like it. He wouldn't like it. <laughs> you wouldn't like it. Your side loses. Your side loses. <laughs> and but, one very large lieutenant who called me a cheeky, cheeky fellow. fellow. But he's, um, ah, back to my love for Mel Gibson. We had that whole rant one episode. <laughs> yeah, but um, he, uh, I think, I think he was born in Papua New Guinea. Um, he's not British. His mom is British. Okay, sorry, mom. Um, the, I think they're missionaries to Papua New Guinea, oh. and he was born there. Even cooler, bravo, sir. Yeah, bravo. But so lately, this past like week, and it's only been a week, but because he's from Papua New Guinea, I hope I'm not giving away too much. But he doesn't even know I do a podcast, so it doesn't matter. And I'm not going to name him here on the show, Isaac. Um, <laughs> he uh, uh, briefly, casually mentioned tribal cannibalism the other day. Holy shit. And, That's still a thing? Uh, yes. That terrifies me. Yeah. And uh, he made several jokes. And so now it's... Not a joking matter, Isaac. <laughs> no, now it's a, a running joke. I think I even said something today about like... Um, him being half cannibal or something or other. And he's like, oh, I, I don't even remember because I've drank since then. But I mentioned something about bodies and like, ah, well, Isaac will eat them. And he was, <laughs> and he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, just as, So anyways, we've had this running joke for a week. And I know 
cannibalism, cannibalism is a very weird thing to joke about. But yeah, not not cool, bro. But it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's like um. It's like. It's like. <laughs> this, Tell me, what is it like? <laughs> this is terrible. This is terrible. This is terrible. And not terrible in the way you think. But I, terrible isn't just just not good. Just bad. But it's like um. Oh, how's it? The, uh, the tribe, the, um, cannibal couple, couple had a baby and then, yeah. And then a villager comes up and no, says, like where this <laughs> says, Oh, he's so cute. He's got his father's eyes. And mom says, get those out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the juvenile, uh, the oh, this show is so juvenile. It is. It's beautiful. It's it's nothing if it's not juvenile. All I can think of is what, it, how much drama am I going to have to deal with when I put our ugly asses on YouTube? With with YouTube itself, you know, wanting to strike or take down videos because shit that comes out of our mouths probably. Well, I mean, I, we're not going to be monetized, so I think it'll be. Less of an issue. Oh, hell yeah. I'm monetizing that shit. I don't care if I get 10 views. Give me that. (laughs) Cut off a... Give me that six cents. No, no, no. Cut off an eighth inch of that penny. I want it. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that. I agreed. (laughs) Uh, But, um... (laughs) I think we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And I feel like... We'll try. I I feel like both of us, um... I feel like you especially... I don't know. You're probably the exact opposite, but I feel like you're more mature than I am. And I feel like I, if rules are set, I can abide by the rules. See, I can. See, right Until now. Until I start is drinking. It, All that, bets are off. That is also true. And this yeah, show is built on drinking. <laughs> Katie Jackoff. <laughs> yeah, I'll never live that one down. No, I'm not going to let Carl you. Carl Irvin's going to kill me someday. I hope he does. And I will deserve it. <laughs> And not, not because I want you to die, but because I, <laughs> I finally want to meet the man. We've been to two Comic Cons. He was We've supposed tried. to be. I may not have said that if I met you, Carl. Damn it! And he canceled both of them. You, like, you can only blame yourself, Carl. Look, all I'm saying is, if the price for you to meet Carl Urban was for me to die, it is a price I would, I would gladly, gladly pay. Would you not pay the same price? I have to. Now the only difference I don't have a choice the now. only difference is that you've actually said something <laughs> that might warrant your death from Carl Urban. So I could say something too, or you could just take one for the team and let me yeah. have this. I may have to. <laughs> I may have to. At least Carl's not a cannibal. Yes. So yeah, back to that. I'm that was assuming a seamless transition. I'm assu- <laughs> at least he's not gonna eat me after he kills me. I'm assuming you brought up cannibalism to talk Hannibalism. about Han- Hannibal Lecter, because <laughs> yes. I tried for a good long while to get you to watch the show with Mads Mikkelsen. You did. You did indeed try that. And, and you finally did. It worked. I watched it. It worked. Like three years and four days. No, actually, I think I only watched it. It's only it. been a few months, I think. Yeah, I think I only watched it last year. Um, yeah, so I finally watched Hannibal. Uh, it's on Netflix if you want to uh, abuse yourself. Like we have both done. Yes. Um, Abase yourself in the pleasures of cannibalism. The first season is incredible. Um, By the second season, I was like, 
See, where's the exit? Get me off this train. See, it's too much. That's the thing. It's too much. That's the thing that Hannibal has done. The show Hannibal has done so well that very, very, very few other movies or shows do is that it makes you uncomfortable to the point that you don't want to watch anymore, but you can't stop watching it. You continue to watch. Yeah. Yep. Every, every single episode um, was like disturbing. Oh yeah. And made me very uncomfortable with like this, this is gross. This is, this is terrible. How, how am I entertained by this? <laughs> what's wrong with me? What is, yeah. What's Next wrong with episode. me as a person? Next episode. <laughs> How how can anybody sit here for four hours and watch this? Then I get the notification. Are you still watching Hannibal? Fuck yeah, I'm still watching. <laughs> Click. But they do it so well. It's because it, it's still the characters are great. The story is disturbing and sinister, but it's good. And I don't want to use the word entertaining because it does sound really because really, I'm not I'm not entertained by the idea of somebody eating other people. Right. But it is. For one, one of the things that really helps carry it is the acting is so good. It's phenomenal. Mads Mikkelsen is a mm. he's, he's a, a mm. he, he's a titan. He's as a far, mm. as far, he's okay. Mm. I would I recant. He's not a titan. He's a mm. he's a uh. he's a uh huh. Uh huh. I know. I saw a puller. He's a ho ho. He is a ho ho, <laughs> sir. Wee oui, wee. <laughs> Holy shit, this show. <laughs> oh, I can't. A part of me can't wait to be on YouTube. I, Me too, man. I can't wait for the comment just, section to get, be full of hate. I'm just going to get fatter. <laughs> I'm just gonna, Look at this fat. just going to give up. And, uh, Look at this. That's it. That's my just, statement. <laughs> I'm going to change. I'm going to change. Look at this fat. Look at this fat. <laughs> I'm going to change all of my social media accounts to Job of the Pat. And that's gonna be me. Just gonna, just gonna get, in the words of former President Donald Trump, I'm gonna get huge. It's gonna be huge. Oh. I'm gonna be so huge. Oh my goodness. Yes. Ooh. But, um, oh. no, but Mads Mickelson is, um, I think the first thing I ever seen him in was Casino Royale. Like, I didn't know who he was. He's the villain in that. Might have been the same for me, actually. Um, but whoever that guy was, he was good as a villain. This guy is good. He got the weird eye. And then from there, like, just subtly, like, small things, like Three Musketeers, um, that I don't watch because Mads Mikkelsen's in it. I just see, oh, Mads Mikkelsen's in it. Right. And I think he's, that in, guy. I think he's in Clash of the Titans. Um, he is. Yes. So again, King Arthur might have been the first thing I saw him in. Oh, I, for, I even forgot about King Arthur. Yeah. So he's good in that. And now I'm, you know, I mean, not just now, over the past couple of years, I've been like, I've become aware of him and watched things specifically because he was in them. Like Polar. Uh, I didn't think it sounded like something I needed to watch. It sounded interesting. And it's something I would eventually watch. But because Mads Mikkelsen was in it, I was going I needed to watch it. And Hannibal was the same way. I didn't need to watch it because I've seen all the movies. Uh, I don't know how different you can get about Hannibal Lecter killing people, murdering people, then cooking people and eating them. Oh, you but, can. But Mads Mikkelsen is in it. Mads Mikkelsen is in it. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant. 
And he's the titular character. He's the titular character. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so juvenile. Yeah, it's it's um, off the charts, man. I, I don't care. Our uh. our juvenileness mm. is like Anakin's Metacorian count. <laughs> it's beyond count. Um, it's Clint Eastwood again. It's <laughs> don't make fun of my words. <laughs> That's what I'm proud of. It's that or upsetment. Upsetment. Those, those are the two that I've got. Um, uh, Mads Mikkelsen carries, and he doesn't even because like he's no. So, that's what's crazy. He's so good in that show, but so is every other person, yeah. especially the guy. Um, you said Gary Oldman plays him in the movie in the show. The yeah, guy Mason, gets his face Mason, eaten, and he's got his face all mangled. Werner, like whoever, whoever, Berger. whoever plays him in the show, you never see. Well, you do see his face before he gets. I it. think the actor changes. I'll have to check into do you think? it. But I think after he goes full scarred up mode, um, well, whoever, I think it's someone else. Whoever does it, they're very good. Is very very good. Even the characters you hate, like Alana Bloom, is the worst character of all time. Which one is she? Um, the psychiatrist. Is she the one who's like in love she, with Hannibal? With Will, but with also Will. Hannibal. Oh. <laughs> but also everyone else. Yeah. Okay. She's terrible. Yeah. Great actress. Yeah. Well done. That's I hate that character. But that's the thing about that show again is it does it does so much to make you uncomfortable. It it does so much to make you uncomfortable. Beyond the cannibalism, which yeah, is which, which is a major enough. point. Yeah. Like all the actors keep doing things or sorry, all the characters keep doing things that you're like, just fucking stop. Just stop. Why are like, you doing Will this? Keeps doing whatever Hannibal wants. And over then, and over. But you see and the show does it so well, you actually see that for some reason there's like a, like a skip in his brain, um, where he's like, he genuinely like actually cares for Hannibal and Hannibal actually, in spite of everything, genuinely cares about Will. I think he does. Yeah. The um, psychology of the show is, is incredible. Is, yeah. That's that. I think that's what carries the show yeah. is because every, every single person has these different tweaks, these different things they do, the way they think about things, the way they process things. And it makes you think. Um, as the audience, which is cool, gets you involved a little bit. Yeah. Um, Never has a show made me so okay disgusted and so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> because I know at the end of the day, they're not cooking people. That's real food. Yeah, and they're I not want really some. cooking people. And I will say this. And he makes everything look good. Oh. And never has a show made me smell my alcohol so much. Now I can't do it without it. Yeah. Like there's all these scenes of Jack, Lawrence Fishburne, who's my favorite he, character in the show. He's such a good actor. And Hannibal sitting together having a bourbon or a scotch or whatever, and they smell it first. And now I can't help myself. I take a nice long smell and then, then I then I drink like I'm doing now. Oh, see, that's – I can't believe you never did that. But the key is supposed to be... I mean, I used to smell it, but not like that. Now I I full-blown take it in. It's supposed to be, yeah, you smell it, you appreciate it, then you drink it, Mm -hmm. and when you swallow, you keep your mouth closed and exhale through your nose. I'm not a connoisseur. I just drink for the feeling, man. I'm just saying. Now I know. I'm a connoisseur now. In case case anyone wants to know. I'm a connoisseur now. I, I, I know all the things about... I'll buy some three XL suits and try to dress like Hannibal. I don't care. That's how we're gonna <laughs> 3XL, roll. Three XL, my ass. <laughs> You're half my size, Fat and I—I I don't know if three XL would fit me. <laughs> Cracks me up how fat you think you are. Yeah. 
I'm Jabba the Bat. <laughs> TM. TM. I'm getting that trademarked. But yeah, if you're looking for a show to watch and you want to be deeply disturbed, Hannibal's the show for you. And which it's great too because it's actually so different from the movies that you. Oh, it's not canon in any way. Well, not not only that, but that's the reason. One of the reasons I didn't, I waited so long to watch it was because like well, I've seen the movies, but like it follows a completely different path. Yeah, you know, for, for pro, chief example is Clarice isn't no a thing at all. And well, the, it's and the, based on Red Dragon, um, which is before Clarice. Oh, but it doesn't ever catch up to Red Dragon until the final season of the show. Maybe, Which is funny. Maybe it is canon then. Well, it isn't because of the way the Red Dragon storyline plays shh. out. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> you, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> ah, that just made me sad a little bit. Yeah. Thinking about David Bowie now. Uh, for anybody, that's a really weird thing to say. Anybody who's listened to this point, the shut your whore mouth is a quote from Family Guy. And David Bowie says it. Yes. To Trisha Takanawa. Yes. So quoting that made me realize, well, made me think of David Bowie. There you also go. Also made me think of Family Guy, and Family Guy is awesome. Yeah. Not as awesome now as it used to be, but. Uh, no. No. Very few things are. Um, you, you live long enough to see most things become villains. Like Family Guy, um, Star Trek. Star Trek and Star Trek and Star Trek. Not to mention Star Trek? <sighs> Dare we even mention Star <laughs> Trek? Yeah, I don't even want to go down that route. Star Trek has been destroyed. It's in the hands of villains. They have n- Violence is not the Star Trek way. <laughs> the high ground and the Jedi way and all these things. And violence is not the Star Trek way. Star Trek is so much more than action. And the new people right, doing say, Star Trek don't get that. Okay. That was going to be my point. I'm glad you clarified. Because to just say violence isn't the Star Trek way, but then you watch the original series where Kirk's been in several fights, several battles. Sure. Um, Picard's been in several. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, but they're done. They're not about the action. Nope. It's, you know, you're trying to separate the difference in the story that's being told and then also the show that you're watching. Yeah. There's a deeper meaning to Star Trek. Star Trek's not an action show. Not at all. It's got action in it. But it's always about something. But but yeah, especially, especially the next generation and Captain Picard. We've talked about this before. So many of the episodes back then would actually have some weird, I mean, it's entertainment. It's Star Trek. It's science fiction. It's a TV show. And they'd have a battle and they'd have this quest and they'd have this mission. But then in the end of it, there'd be something so profound about it. Something with a weight to it that even as an audience just enjoying the episode, I felt like, I felt like a little bit of a little bit of a better person. Yeah. Like I had learned something from this work of fiction. And with the new Picard show, there's none of that. It's, it's a action show. It's the Picard show is a disgrace, and Discovery is a disgrace. And if you like them, cool. I haven't watched any of Discovery. I've watched some of the Picard. If you like them, cool, but they're a disgrace. (laughs) (laughs) 
I wouldn't even be nice I'll, with the Wonder Woman thing. I'll be the good cop this thing. time. Well, no. if you like it, I guess it's, no, hell it's up no. to you. It's a fucking disgrace. <laughs> it's your turn to be bad cop. Yeah, I'm bad cop 100% because Star Trek was always about telling you something culturally or making you realize something about yourself like you were saying, making you think about something. The new shows are just – the, well, let's fix everything by killing the, someone. The prime example, and it's it's always key to me, ever since the first time I watched the episode, um, and I can't even tell you what episode it is now. The Star Trek Next Generation is so long, but the thing that always stuck out with me is Picard's having the conversation with somebody at the end of the episode, and he says, well, it might not have been at the end. Anyways, I digress. It doesn't matter. The point is, he has this line of dialogue where he says, it is entirely possible to do nothing wrong and still lose. And like, he says it that way. And like, as you're watching, you're like, Oh wow. Like, you know, I get that. You know, I've done things in my life where I felt like I did everything I could do, but then, you know, X still happened or, you know, blank was unavoidable. I, I couldn't get around it. You know, these events still happened and it just, it spoke in such profound volumes to me as a person and but repeatedly, the show did that. Uh, Picard, especially as a character, he always had these words of wisdom that he would give his crew, but felt like they were actually to you, the audience. And it's just a just beautifully done, just an yeah. incredible, unique piece of work that Picard does not carry through. No, Picard's like Patrick Stewart's in it. That's it. Yeah. It makes me sad that he's in it because I'm like, he, in my mind, it's like, well, he got it. Like he played Captain Picard for so long. Like he got what it was about. Mm -hmm. And then to see him play in the Picard show, I'm like, did he never get it? Does he just need money? <laughs> like, well, well, why are you in this? I don't think that. Why? Cause when Patrick Stewart, damn came it, out, John Luke, why? When Patrick, damn Stewart, it, man. <laughs> damn it. I'm an audience, not a writer, man. <laughs> Um, no, when I'm a doctor, not a pool man. <laughs> when, when, uh, Patrick Stewart came out at, at the, the convention on stage and announced that he was coming back as Picard, you, you could tell on him, he was excited. Yeah. Um, he, and he talked about like the, you know, what it meant to people and the meaning that it had to himself and, and to, you know, the people, the audience and, and the fans. I think at the end. When he first agreed, that's what he thought. Yeah. But then they wrote the script and then they wrote the show and it probably wasn't what he thought it was going to be. I don't think he dislikes playing in it, but I think it's it doesn't carry that same profound weight. I've said profound so many times. I wish somebody would pay me every time I said profound, 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 profound. We're deep here. Yeah. It doesn't carry that same profound weight and I don't think Patrick Stewart knew that going into it. I think – to a certain degree, at least, he believed it would be the same. Also, think that actually to bring this full circle to the Zack Snyder and his yes. realism. Oh, Zack yeah. Snyder to the realism. Go on. There are some things where trying to incorporate real life and the realism of events happening in a technical real world. Don't translate. I think Star Trek is one of those things. Star Trek was a science fiction show that, holy ninja master, 
fucking. He's tired of listening to us talk about Zack Snyder. Henry Ducard does not agree with our shit. <laughs> he's, he's like, Zack Snyder again? Fuck Ugh. off. <laughs> yeah. No, but there, there's realism and then there's something like Star Trek that's supposed to be more. Like it's supposed to be deeper and maybe as fans we've created it yeah, it's to be that way, to be but it's not. Thought yeah, maybe you're right. But at the at the end of the day, there's there's a difference. Like I don't feel like John Luke Picard and Star Trek were ever supposed to go to the level that they were taken of him falling and the Federation turning on him and losing hope and all this darkness. There, no, there's no way. After it, it the way the show didn't ends, work for me, man. No, no, didn't work for me at all. I don't even know how the fuck did we get onto Star Trek? Because why not? Because why not? Because this episode has been about nothing. <laughs> it's been about everything and nothing and nothing. Yeah, it's good shit. I thought the show would be short <laughs> and entertaining. Never have I been so wrong <laughs> in all my life. <laughs> oh. Oh, that makes me sad. Why? Because uh, I thought of uh, Richard Armitage, and he plays, not to spoil Hannibal for anyone, but he's in it. Oh, yeah, he plays. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, he also Shit. plays. Ass. In Castlevania. Fuck. As the main guy, <laughs> Trevor Belmont. I've watched the first three episodes of Castlevania. I didn't realize it was him. Yep. You even told me this week. But. Trevor Belmont. Well, I don't think I told you who he played, but I told you You he told me he was in it, yeah. Very nice. And Ballin? Yes. Who? He Ballin. McTavish? Yes. Uh Dwalin. Is it Dwalin? I oh, get yeah. those two confused. With the tats and yes. the hammers. Yep. Oh hell yeah. Is it Scott? Oh yeah. Yep. Scott McTavish. Oh I think? no, no, no. Sorry. Graham McTavish. Gr- yes. He um I th- I could be so wrong about this, but I feel like I looked it up and he actually plays Dracula. Dracula. And one of my favorite characters is played by Peter Gaius, Pettigrew. Gaius Baltar from Oh hell yeah, yeah, dude. And Fucking that show's so good. And another oh. super cool character is played by actually you may have experienced them if you've watched three episodes. Have you experienced um, I forget his name now. That's Father gonna... Lewis Gilbert. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Godfrey, <laughs> Sir Father Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, man, I forget his name, but he's a he's a vampire. He's played by Speeder. 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 He's played by a Spider. Just one bite from Arachnus Deficus. <laughs> he, he's played by Peter Stormare. Oh, the who, ultimate Russian hero. Who is an awesome, awesome, awesome actor. He's an awesome everything. From Armageddon. Every, everything from Armageddon to Bad Boys yep. 2. Yep. To... John Wick. John Wick until dawn. John fucking Wick. A man of pure fucking will. Ugh. Until oh, dawn. dude, he's in, yeah, he's in, um, pfft, shit, the TV show, American Gods. Yes, he is. Yeah, and that very was, good That was that. a good show. Yeah. Um, he plays, this is great. I don't want to give too much away, but, like, I love it. It's so good, and you need to watch it. He plays a vampire who was a Viking 
before he became a vampire. A Vikinger. So the show is so good because it really is dark and oh yeah, gritty and horrible. Uh, but sometimes it's kind of weirdly funny, which is great. Um, cause there's a part where his character is talking and he's ranting and he's yelling. And as soon as you hear his voice, you're like, is that, cause he has, it's weird. You don't know it's Peter Stormare, but your first thought is, is that Peter Stormare? Anyways, the guy's talking, he's yelling, he's screaming. And then a guy turns around and he's like, you've never met anything that you haven't fucked, killed, or made a boat out of. And walks away. <laughs> and walks away. And as the, as the audience, I was like, what? That's a weird thing to say to a guy. You've never met anything you haven't killed, fucked, or made a boat out of. Or then, all the above. So then I'm laughing, but then it doesn't end. It turns around and, and uh, Peter Stormer's character, he turns on and he's like, what? I'm a Viking. I like boats. We make boats out of things. <laughs> it's, it's the funniest thing ever. But still so good. It's a really good show. I do need to finish it. I'm not sure why I didn't. I remember a, enjoying it. It's a very unique take on uh, the Dracula mythos um, that I was was completely unexpected and I like. But I'm down for all of the takes, man. Dracula Untold, the actual Dracula, Castlevania, Van I Helsing. Am, I like all the takes, man. I am too. Cause, because Dracula is a character shrouded in a mystery. Oh, so. yeah. Do whatever you I want. I mean, nothing. All right, so nothing compares to me the, as the original Bram Stoker's book. Oh, absolutely. But, Hands down. But during Bram Stoker's book, he's been Dracula for a long-ass time. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, I feel like there's free reign of telling stories about before that book. So, and they could all almost be like, like you said earlier with Logan saying, Showing right. the comic books and be like, yeah. this you is can appreciate drivel all of them. or whatever, throwing them down. Yeah, you know, that's mean, exactly what he said, I think. I think it was yeah. exactly drivel. <laughs> sure, drivel straight up. And Patrick Stewart was laying there like, Rah! yes, drivel. Yes, drivel. Yes. But that's how it could it's be. Drivel, like, Logan. If you, wanted to, if you wanted to put it in that boat, any story about Dracula could fall under that canopy. That's true. Of someone telling because the story people, because they just don't know. People would be tell because if you take if you if you think of it as like a real thing, like the Dracula book is a real thing. It's the real story of Dracula. Then obviously the people in the villages around that castle would be telling stories. Yeah. And those stories would be passed down and those stories would be passed on and like Into the game of, legend. like the telephone game, they're going to change, they're going to adapt, mm-hmm. and they're going to alter. And so anything, yeah, you could get things like Castlevania. Or you could get things like Van Helsing, um, which is, you know, they those would just be stories being told by somebody yep. in the universe. Because obviously if you take Bram Stoker's Dracula, Van Helsing wasn't a super macho, automatic bow-wielding vampire hunter. No. Pretty but, cool to see Hugh Jackman do it, though. Yeah. But he was there who when Dracula was killed. So it's very likely that legends will be passed on to other people about his fight with Dracula and it would change and it would alter. So I think Dracula has become one of those entities that you can almost not do it wrong. No. Yeah, I agree. Because the fact that it is a legend is part of the mythos of it. Yeah. So those stories would continuously pass on. And Dracula Untold, I think is amazing. I think it's a really good movie. I do too. I I really like that movie. I, I think good shit. I think, and I've talked about this before, I think uh, Dracula Untold, I need to watch it again because it's been a while. 
but I feel like it could be canonized with the book as before he became the horrible, horrible, horrible monster. What drove him to become the horrible, 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 horrible monster? Only difference is it really plays him as a good guy. Like Dracula Untold, while he does bad things, never yeah, really but, crosses the lines but, that Dracula crosses. But at that point, though. Sure. I mean, yeah, of course. Eternal life, he could become yeah, that. After, absolutely. after his wife and everything is murdered, then he kills everybody. And now he has to sit in solitary by himself in a castle and just think about it over and over and over by himself could drive him insane and he could become that monster who just I still wanted that whole universe to take off, man. I did too. The dark picture thing. Yeah, with, with that and Mummy Mummy and, and uh, Johnny Depp invisible was supposed man. to be Invisible Man. Yep. Yeah. And um Javier Bardem was Wolfman, I believe. I think so. And yeah. I th- to my understanding a large part of the blame is on Tom Cruise. Uh, well, the Mummy movie was trashed and made no money. But, like, I okay, I liked the Mummy movie. I need to watch it again to, to rem- really get a full. Yeah, I don't really remember understanding it all that well. of it, but or or get a real feel for how I how I think about the movie. I remember watching it and enjoying it. But from what I understand, was that because of it's Tom Cruise and his clout, he changed a lot before it was mm. released. Like there's a lot of things how originally what originally was and Tom Cruise was like now, and they change things for him. All I remember is Annabelle Wallace. Wow, like she wins everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, and oh my goodness, <laughs> Russell Crowe. Nah, Annabelle Wallace. Oh, I mean, yes, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Thank you. With Annabelle Wallace, <laughs> put your hands together, mate. Yes, put them together because she is perfection. If you want to come on the show, Annabelle, just hit me up. I mean. I love her. I love her. Peaky I mean, Blinders, she was Grace. So good. Oh. She can do no wrong. I was all with you, then you ruined it by that. I hate her. I love Blinders. Grace. I love her. I love everything She's about acted her. super well. Mm-hmm. She kills it as Grace in uh, Peaky Blinders. But I went a full different path than you did, and I was like, yo, Thomas, fucking kill her. No. Just kill her. No. Kill her and be done with it, Thomas. Kill the dark-haired bitch and no, stay with never. Grace. No, kill them both. No. They're both terrible. They are, but Grace. <laughs> they are, but But Grace. Annabelle Wallace. I hate. I hated her in that. Yeah, but she's a perfect human being. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Well, I mean, if we're extending open invitations, then, <laughs> then Jenna Malone has always got an open invitation. If we're doing open invitations to this show. Don't say Colin Farrell. I mean, yes, yes, but also any homeless person off the street can come on the show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> just we'll just be here drinking. If you want to talk, yeah. join in. It's fine. Just somebody with a third ver- third voice. Yeah, third voice. Which we were supposed to have. Da- we we're going to have an awesome show, man. Dallas is going to be on um, around the holidays. We're going to do more sh- more true. shit. He That's was going to chastise us. I'm still waiting to hear for that. Our opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I hope he gets to come on the show long enough that that conversation doesn't become a memory. Like, yeah, it needs still, to happen. I, I want to know what he's talking about. And yeah. he's, he wants to talk to us about it in person or at least vocally instead of just over text. And I want to know what he's talking about because. What do we do? What do we do with video games? That was so abhorrent. Yeah. To he literally the said people. He literally said we had spit takes. <laughs> yeah. 
as in he drank his drink and spit it out because our takes were so bad. And so I need to know, thing. what have out I of, done? Out of all the shit that we've said about movies and Zack Snyder and Star Wars and DC and Marvel, spit takes because of the things we said about video games, which I feel like was mostly positive. Yeah. The only thing we really said was Cyberpunk is actually a pretty good game. Yeah. I mean, as no, Sony shouldn't have taken it off the store. Yeah. And also, and this is just a blanket statement, not just video games. Um, I feel like it's actually common sense. You can't fucking refund things and then keep the thing. That's, <laughs> right. That's how it works. Yes. If you want your money back, you have to you give the product thing. back. So whatever we said, I'm curious. And I, I would mean, love to have him here yes. so that we could talk about it. And it would have, aside from that, I feel like it would have been a good show. We haven't really done the guest thing a whole lot. We did Nate once. No. We did Chris once. Chris, I don't think will ever come back because I've now bashed two movies that he's No, really, Chris would totally really, come really back. Enjoyed. I just have I just, to figure out. I just wouldn't be allowed to talk about Titanic or Wonder Woman 84. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> by pain of death. By pain of death. I uh, just need to figure out how the whole, yeah. um, someone not here on a mic yeah. works. And I'm not a wise man. <laughs> so I'm not sure how that shit works. Uh-huh. And then we had, as, then as far as Dallas goes, whatever we've said, whatever we've done, um, I, I still don't know. But, well, I don't know. I don't know, but I will say this. I'm glad. Like, he he came out of the woodworks, like... And of course, reading things in text aren't always That's true. the best thing. But he came out of the woodwork and was like, "Hey, you guys need another voice to talk the truth about you know whatever you guys' opinions was. I don't understand entirely yet, and I hope we can have this conversation." But like honestly, at first when he said it, I was a little like, "What is he talking about? I'm going to defend my beliefs here as soon as I know what he's talking about." But another part of me was like. Dude, he still listens to the show? Yeah, that's, hell that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we have one actual family member that's still or friend that still listens. Kyle listens. Dude, I and love Kyle. You know, you've met him one time. He's a good dude. He's, he's a good dude. He's a good he just, fucking dude. He just finished watching Mandalorian. Yeah? Uh, How'd this, that go for him? This is great. He loves it. He got his kid watching it. He loves it. And I was like He was like, "Oh man, just finished watching. It's so fucking good." So I talked to him at work. I was like, you know, it carries more of a weight if you've ever actually seen the original trilogy. Because, Hold the phone. Because he hasn't. The Mandalorian is the first Star Wars thing he's ever watched. Holy yeah. tits. But this is the, this is the great thing. Come was, on now. Kyle. I was like, the Come way, on, the way season two ends will have more of a weight if you've watched the original trilogy. He's like, no, maybe, but I knew who that was. And I was like, you, you knew who that was. He's like, yeah. I said, you knew who the fat tentacled guy sitting on the throne was? And he was like, what are you talking about? He he was talking about Luke. He knew who Luke was. He didn't see the after credit scene. So I was like, go home. Watch the after credit scene. Dude, how many people didn't see it because it was so poorly advertised? Yeah. Like, honestly, I saw it by accident. But me telling somebody, hey, stay for the after credit scene was a spoiler. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, I love Kyle, but that guy can fuck off. (laughs) I didn't tell you the rest. Matt, right? Yeah. He's a piece of shit. (laughs) I hope Matt never listens to this. I hope he does. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. (laughs) I hope he does. Fuck that guy. (laughs) No. He, um, he, so we had the whole conversation where I said, Hey, there's an after credit scene. And he was like, well, you're spoiling it. I was like, no, I just don't want to spoil it for you Monday when I talk about the after credit scene. Anyways. So later the next week we were, he was talking to, I think Gabe and I should not be name dropping. Cause if they ever hear this, 
Um, Fuck them guys. <laughs> but I think it was Gabe was talking about watching it, and Matt was like, "Hey, did you see the after credit scene?" And he, I think he said, "Yeah, I don't remember." But Matt was like, "Oh, I'm good thing because if Patrick hadn't told me about it, I never would have seen it." And but he chastised yeah, you. I bit my tongue so hard because I wanted to be like mother. Fucker, we're sitting there in Taco Bell and you yell at me for spoiling no. it, and now you want to give me credit for telling you to stay for the after credit scene, which is all I wanted to do. You were already in the Jabba's palace of fa- Jabba's palace of fast food, and he yeah. dissed you there. But now I'm I'm, a, I'm a good person, so I let it go. And I was like, I, Ryan even looked at me and was like, because Ryan was there when he chastised me for spoiling it. I love Ryan. So he, <laughs> <laughs> so he said that he gave me credit. Credit for telling him about the after credit scene, and Ryan looked at me like, "Huh?" And I looked at Ryan like, "Uh huh." Uh-huh. But it, it was. I think. It, I think that helped me from saying anything because knowing that somebody else, oh yeah, n- knew was enough, and I was like, "Okay." You know, here's what that needs being to said, if anybody ever does at work come across this, which I've talked about the podcast, but never gave them links or anything, they they never they don't really seem interested. Except I'm bad at self promotion. Except as well. for Kyle. Kyle seems to really enjoy what we talk about Kyle. to the point where anytime I mention his name, like a couple days will pass and he'll be like basically demanding his check because we, <laughs> because we mentioned his name on the show. So it's funny, but also that, that lets me know that he heard the episode. I know that sure. he's listening, but if anybody ever does, they're all cool dudes. Um, Matt, I make fun of him. He's a cool dude. And Gabe's a, Funny, funny, funny dude, do. And I don't know any of them, so I can freely say fuck you until I know them. But I'll also there, freely... There's, there's one guy, but I really don't want to say, because if he ever does hear this, it's going to be it's gonna be so hard to work around him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I won't. Yeah, I haven't had enough alcohol to, like, right. to, to go that route. Well, I will say this. An open invitation, if Kyle or anyone else wants to come on the show, we'll talk the shit with them. I mean, they can come into my home. And drink my liquor. And we can talk shit. I think it'd be fun. It's good shit. You had me at coming to your home? And drink my and liquor. And drink your liquor. The fridge is stocked that it won't be for very long. Because it's a, it's a super weekend of football, man. Super wild card weekend. <laughs> it is, it's so good because Nate mentioned in the group about playing this weekend. And oh, it's this like, weekend? Fuck that. I was like, Sorry, oh, Nate. we're going to play something. Fellow. And he's like, well, I'm busy so we can play on Sunday. And I was like, not going to happen. I didn't say anything, but I was like, not going to happen. There's three games tomorrow, and there's three games Sunday. I didn't know there was games tomorrow. Oh, the Colts play first playoff game of the year. We're going to get crushed by I the need, Bills. Shit, I need to change my thing then, because I, I qualified to be in the Champion of Champions League for Yahoo. Hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in it. I, I need, haven't got a chance to vent about this, so I'm going to do it. I need to set up my lineup. Just maybe maybe if, I, if I come in 1,000th and 1th place, <laughs> I win a dollar. There you go. Everything up above that. So all I have to do is come in 1,000th place. Whole dollar bill. I mean, higher if I can. Sure. But I just want to win money. I'm going to take the time to say, because no one cares at this point. We've gone well over two hours, and no one gives a flying really? fuck. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, nice. Um, I know, Fantasy I football can lick my taint. <laughs> because I'm watching the Eagles game, and Jalen Hurts has 17 points. And it's it's a win. It's a win for me. Hertz is going to win this thing. No question. Easy. And Doug Peterson fucking sits Jalen Hertz and puts in Nate Sudfeld because, quote unquote, I just wanted to see what Suds would give us. He's been on the, the 
fucking team for four years and we needed to see him play. No, he went in and threw two picks and fumbled the ball, which gave you like six more points. If you leave Jalen Hurts, I probably win the game and don't have to come off of a hundred dollars of my own money <laughs> to give to you come next fantasy season. Well, here's I, the thing. I don't like it. No, I don't like not it. Not only does that not happen, but then <laughs> I'm going to ride this horse a little bit because I mean, I have to, I, I won, but <laughs> <laughs> you did win. But th- if that happens, then you actually get to win for your first time in ever, ever, ever. How long has this league been going? Um, it doesn't matter about this league. Well, this league's been going on since six, like, 16, I think. So four years. I have been playing fantasy football since well before I was married. It has been 11 years that I've been playing fantasy football. I have won a total of zero titles. I have been in, in the past 11 years, six championship games. Fucking, I'm the Buffalo Bills of I was going to, I was going to say fantasy football. I want to I want to preface by saying I love the phrase I was going to say because then it gives you a freedom to say what you were going to say without quote unquote saying it. I was going to say starters. I didn't know that you'd never won a single championship. Oh, hell no. I thought like this league and the Fat Boy League. I didn't know not you never won. Uh, then I was going to say quote unquote that. <laughs> Maybe you're just bad at football. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not not because I've been playing since 2016. And this was, is my second win. Yeah, I won the first year, 2016. Yep. Um, to be fair, like all jokes aside, this year was pure luck. I you have a hundred more points scored than me total. Every game that I got into, I just happened to play against people who just happened that week to score lower than they had been scoring because. I never like 170 points was my was my highest. My average was like 153. I just happened that week the guy I was going against who scored 170 last week scored 140 this week. So I got extremely lucky and, and won the thing. I also say I will end with this by the league rules that I didn't make. The league rules have been what they've been since Nate was the commissioner. I never paid into the pot. So by the league rules, the cash prize goes to the second place person, which is this person. You, sir. Um, I will say this. The whole year, the whole playoff was a mistake overall because I set it up wrong. Ne- normally, you never play the final game of an NFL season is never a fantasy game. Because, well, in my situation, Travis Kelsey didn't play. So Mm -hmm. I had to find another tight end. Because normally in the final game of the year, the good teams, the number one seeds, will sit their players. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't realize that I'd set it up that way. Normally it's supposed to be set up to where the last three weeks of the the fantasy playoffs go and end before the final week of the season. And I fucked that up totally. Well, to be fair. So that that killed – that hurt both of us, I'm sure. I was going to say, to be fair, I lost, because of that, Tyreek Hill. But I also yes. lost Alvin Kamara because of COVID and Latavius mm. Murray because of COVID. Yeah. But also, it was kind of unfair. And I feel like there should, to a certain degree, be an asterisk next to to this year's championship. Because, for whatever reason, Yahoo fucked up and put only three people in the one division. 
and five in the yeah. other. And I couldn't change that yeah. after the fact. I don't so know why. it was just me, Josh, and your dad in the yeah, one. Yeah, it was division. a weird year. Yeah. Weird year. But it doesn't matter. It was, it was a weird year because Jonathan finished in last place. Yeah, right. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, if Jonathan ever hears this podcast, love you, dude. I'm just yeah. going to talk shit because, dude. Speaking of Jonathan, you know. he wants to play D and D. He's been playing D and D with Nate over text. How won't... do you? Play? It's not a choose your own adventure. It is for them. I mean, I guess it kind of is a choose your own adventure, yeah. but like, like he wants to, to get together with us and do a campaign without Nate. Without Nate, Nate, if you're listening, no hate. But he's like, I need to be able to play consistently. Yeah. He's like, and I don't like that. Well, it's just you, me, and him then. And Ryan. Okay, because what he wants to who's do? Who's in that? <laughs> I don't know. Fry. Right. Fi. Fi. Ryan Fi's the image. Heard it here, Ryan. Yeah, but thought that was interesting. But because, next look, year, all, look, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, if Jonathan Dodrell is, I don't know if I should do last names on here, but it's too late. Yeah, fuck off. If Jonathan something is doing D and D with us for the first time ever, I'm playing. Like, period. I'm not DMing. I'm being in part of that party. <laughs> I am. I'm going to be there. My character is going to be there by his side because I want to experience that with his character. And I feel like the same should be said for you, his brother. Jordan something. <laughs> you should be there through that adventure as well. So by default, whoever the fourth person is, regardless, is Nose goes. I mean, that's just how, that's just yeah. how it is. I'm not, I'm not DMing. I, I want my character to be there. It's going to be hilarious. A lot of drama in the world, in my family. Um, a lot of difference of opinion on many things. But family is family. I mean, that being said, um, I, th- I think you'll like it. I think you'll love it. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. Cause, yeah. Because I think, all jokes aside, just, you know, blanket statement, all seriousness, I think Jonathan and Bud are a lot alike. They're the same person. And, and Bud loved playing D&D. Uh, Bud loved playing Shadow of the Empire, the Star Wars game. I think Jonathan would like it too. And I think it'll be a lot of fun playing it with somebody like Bud or Jonathan. Yeah. Because their thought processes are so different. Oh. They're so unique. Yeah. And, uh, whether I th- that I think be good or bad, they it, are unique as fuck. It'll definitely Mostly make bad. the campaign <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So I'm excited for it. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. If you want to do it, I mean, he wants to do it without Nate. Sorry, Nate. I know you're listening, but he wants to do it without. Well, him. I think it's not so much that he wants he to do wants it. Because he wants to, like, do he, it in person. Yeah. And Nate's not here. Yeah. Nate's not here. I don't think here. it's so much, don't get Nate involved. Yeah. Fuck off, Nate. Fuck off, Nate. I never liked him anyway. <laughs> I wish, I wish we'd had another sister. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just he wants to interact the face to face. He wants to, to be in person and try to do it. If that Nate way. was here in person, he would be there, period. Yeah, I mean For sure. But he had to move the Dominican. Had to get married, move the Dominican. And then fuck and off. And if Heather ever hears this episode, I oh. am so sorry. Dude, if Heather hears any episode, I'll never get to see <laughs> Nate again. <laughs> you and me both. They're good people. They're missionaries. I'm a bad person. I'm not. <laughs> That'd be like, wait for the next podcast, Tommy. He's got no eyebrows. Wait for the next podcast, Nate. They don't cuss. <laughs> they don't drink. They don't say terrible things about Carl Urban's wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
Now who's not letting it go? Ah, this person. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, it's so fun. I'm, I, I'm actually glad. Like, I know we spewed all over the place. Oh, yeah, We've we been did. up and down. We and pulled it over. down and spewed. Just, <laughs> just been all over, all over the map. But I'm kind of glad because I think it's fitting for an episode after being away for so long. Like, the the time that I've had sitting at home, like, I Ugh. I needed this. and yeah. So if anybody does listen to it, I know it's going to be a chaotic mess. You know what would help? If you guys would have been drinking the whole time. Yeah. So For one, if you're listening to the show and not drinking, do you really get it? No. I don't think you get it. I feel like I feel like we're more funny and we're more interesting if you're drunk. So yeah. next episode, drink a little. Yeah, drink a lot. But drink responsibly. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Just don't drive. That's true. We're not monetized no. or, or an organization, so we're not legal li- legally liable. No. Drink it all. Drink it all. Just don't drive. In fact, if somebody's sitting there next to you, take the drink out of their hand because fuck that person. Yeah. And chug it. I mean, the title of this episode is probably going to be something like, uh, um, I'll mention Dallas. Just to get his attention. Just to get his attention. Just to pique his interest. And, uh, I don't know what else, but, uh, drink. And don't drive. That's it. That's it. Drink and don't operate heavy machinery. Don't operate anything. Drink and listen. Yep. Sit on your ass. Drink till you're befuddled and listen. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. I have more fun doing it when I drink. So oh, I'm sure you I have, have so more much fun, fun listening to it when you drink. And if you don't, I don't care. I'm no, having a good either. time, so. I mean, that's what's great about the show, is I drink enough to where I get to the point where I don't give a shit about Which what is great, anyone cause, thinks Because, like, listening. tomorrow, you're, like, sober, and you're like, ah, oh, man, I wish I could get more listeners. And then so you make decisions about what you're going to do next week, but then next week, you drink. All out the window. <laughs> you yep. drink, you're like, yeah, fuck them all. Fuck them listeners. That's, that's, what I t- that's what I told <laughs> Dallas. He was like, about whatever video game thing we're talk- he's talking about, I don't know. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to be the voice of the people. <laughs> I sent him in the fuck text. Fuck them people. Said, fuck them people. Get their own podcast. <laughs> this is our podcast. We'll ruin this it whatever ours. way we want. We're going to talk about what we want to talk about. We're going to voice our opinions, whatever they may be. Yes. I mean, we've talked about cannibalism on this episode. Take it for what you will. <laughs> Pro or con, I'm not going to say, but I will say that it's our podcast. We'll talk it about is. what we want to talk about. We will about talk about what we because want. Because this is America. And we will suffle. S- suffle. <laughs> yes. Your new word. I, I said upset, man. You said suffle. <laughs> we will suffle our own fate. Don't laugh too hard. You might suffocate. <laughs> Uh, if anybody oh, stayed so this good. long, that joke made the whole if thing. If you have it. stayed this long, what the hell are you doing with your life? What's wrong don't with you, scare, you drunken shit? Don't scare away our one audience member. <laughs> if you have listened this long, I'm going to go good cop again. Thank you, laddie. Yeah, laddie. Or lad. S. Lass. <laughs> Lass. Oh my gosh. As I struggled to think of the female version of Lad, you created one of your own. And it was Lattice. It's not an occupation. You can't just be like actor or actress, waiter or waitress. 
Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like calling the two oh. small children playing outside a boy and a boy ass. <laughs> oh like, my gosh. What are you doing? I <laughs> hope whoever's listening is drunk because it's so fun when you're drinking. Everything is oh. fun when you're drinking. Oh, it's so The fun. funnest thing you can do when you're drinking, though, is drink some more. <laughs> Correct. It's good, but it could be better. But it could be better. <laughs> That movie shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you finally said it. Oh, I'm sorry. It you, took me two hours yeah. and thirty minutes, but I'm you sorry. Tra- you, you were so much like a politician when we started I was talking trying about to be like, nice. like well, you know, it's not for me, but if you like <laughs> it, then I'm not gonna stop you. And and yeah. now finally you told us the truth. It's that mindset that is America where it is at the moment. We need more straight ups Look, and less I, playing around. All I'm saying is if you enjoyed it, sure. But fuck you. It could have been better. It could have been better. <laughs> could have been way better. <laughs> it could have been a lot better. Like on a scale of one to ten, it could have been nine better. It could have been ten better, my friend. You can't score something a zero on a scale of one to ten. I did. It's a scale of one to ten. <laughs> nah. Coming from coming from me, who on a regular basis says, on a scale of one to ten, it's a twelve. <laughs> it's like it's like my go to thing. Yep. Uh, you can go higher. You can't go lower. No. Uh, you can. In fact, I can't. But Wonder Woman can. It already did. It did. Yeah. Got enough alcohol in you to tell the truth. It's not, I do. It's not a good And movie. it's two hours and however many minutes into this <laughs> yeah, and no, no one's listening, listening this at this point. So. so, You know, what's given me a little hope is I, hope. I listen to and watch when I have the chance to watch the Pat McAfee show. If you are into sports in any way, uh, you should be watching the Pat McAfee show. Dude, it's hilarious. Or listening. Not only is he funny, him and his whole crew, bunch of dudes involved. Um, but they have a ton of people on the show and it's unfiltered, man. He says whatever the hell he wants to say. And they had Tony Dungy on the show. Okay. What? Yeah. And this is, I mean, Dungy was coach. Pat was there with the Colts. Yeah, so. yeah. But when Dungy came on, Pat was saying something to the effect of, you know, I apologize, coach. He has this weird accent. Coach, yeah. apologize for, you know, what me, I know you read the good book. But I know what me and the boys might say, and I apologize. And Dungy's like, you know, I've been in NFL locker rooms. I've, right. I've seen, I've seen and heard Not it all. Not my first rodeo. Right. But it's that kind of shit, man. It's like, I, I want to be the Pat McAfee show of nerd podcasts, where we just say whatever the fuck we want to say and laugh about it. That's, That's yeah, it. That's my goal. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, we're, and we've talked about it several times, like, yeah, having an audience would be nice. But if this, if the cost of having an audience is to filter ourselves, nah, then fuck I'm, off with it's that. not a price nah. I'm willing to pay. I'll take, I'll at the take end of the day, our small audience. Yeah. It's fun, man. At the end of the day, I like sitting here and just bullshitting and we're going to, I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. And the, for one, the whole, I, our whole idea of having a podcast was the key things was let's just talk about nerd shit while we drink. Yeah. That's, That's what it. we do. And in order to to be the more filtered thing, because basically what I'm trying to say is once we haven't had enough drinks, the filters are completely oh, gone. Oh, the gloves come off. Yeah, so we would have to get rid of the drinks, which is – I'm not going to do that. Uh, no. I'm not going to do that. No. I don't care if we're doing podcasts, if we're doing YouTube, if we're doing any kind of anything. I'm I'm drinking. So, so anyway, my point is that I actually really like our 
dynamic that we have right now. Whether it becomes successful or it doesn't, if if the same five people keep listening to us for the next <laughs> however long this goes, I thank those five people. It's actually golden because that means five people that I can actually, hey, we've only got five people, so let's reach out to those five people and we could meet those five people. Dude, we're doing better than five people though. Don't do that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're not doing, I mean, we're not. Pat we're, McAfee. <laughs> Fuck no. We're not Joe Rogan, but no. we're getting there. Yeah. We're we're trash in the overall <laughs> in the overall spectrum. But uh we're not doing awful. There's yeah. some some demented fuckers that keep listening. Good. Good. Join us. <laughs> Join us in the fuckery. And I will say this again, and of course I feel like I feel like um our <laughs> what we need to do from now on, especially thinking about it this episode, is our 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 um our promotions, we need to do it at the beginning. That way anybody yeah. who listens is going to hear them. Sure. Instead yeah. of waiting because then only the people who have stayed in tune for two hours are going to hear them. Yeah. But so for the next time we'll do that. This time, if you are one of the listeners and you are demented and twisted <laughs> and enjoy the shit we talk – or maybe you hate the shit we talk about. That's even better. That's even That's better. That's even better. Because I love – If you hate us and listen, I love I have it. things that like – I hate so much that I keep paying attention to. So if we're that for you, reach out, man. Anybody who hears this, reach out. Come on, girl. I would love to reach have... out to me. <laughs> come on, girl. Why? I don't reach know. Out. Come on Dolly. out, Lattice. <laughs> reach out to us. <laughs> Just reach out. What was? Oh, what was the other one? Uh, lattice. No, the other word you said. Suffle. Suffle. <laughs> don't make us suffle while we. <laughs> While we wait for your lattice. Because. <laughs> Don't make a supple lattice. Oh my goodness. Point is, Whew. anybody who listens to the show, we truly appreciate. Oh, now, yeah. Whether it's. You know, the whole, like, Nickelback thing. Everybody woke up one... I woke up one day and all of a sudden America hated Nickelback. Like, <laughs> like out of nowhere. It was like one day Nickelback was fine, but Wednesday happened. And all of a fuck sudden, those guys. Fuck Nickelback. I hope they burn and die. Everybody in America all of a sudden turned their back on Nickelback. But years later, I had read an article where Chad Kroger, if anybody doesn't know, is the singer for Nickelback. I didn't know. Cool. I might have said his last Fuck name wrong because it's spelled weird. I like Nickelback. I still – I stand – I'll die on the hill. I like Nickelback. I get they're very niche and their sound is very much the same. It's a sound I like, so I don't give a fuck. I like Nickelback. Anyways, the point is he came out in an article and basically said that like the reason they blew up and, and went so big and made so much money and got so much attention was because of the people that hated them. Because they were so hated, they were so talked about, so they stayed relevant. Nice. Anyways, my point is, I would love to be that. If you hate us, reach out to us. Hell yeah. I'll I'll, I'll be your Chad Kroger. (laughs) (laughs) I'll also be your Huckleberry, I guess. I don't know. Why not? Anyways, we've been doing the show for a while now. We've been doing it for a year now. Over Over a year. year. Over a year. I can't believe it. Actually, yeah, because we started in October, so a year and four months. Yep. So it's been a fun ride. I've had a blast doing it. Um, if anybody, dude, if anybody's actually who's listened this far is actually somebody who's listened to the start, that'd be oh, awesome. Hell yeah. 
definitely reach the fuck out because we'll, we'll have you on. I'll fuck up the audio and the whole episode <laughs> will sound like shit, but we'll have you on. It'll sound like some distorted, yeah, weird Terrible. message from beyond. Terrible. But Terrible. I doubt it though because I know at the very beginning we had a lot of issues and then we actually switched mm-hmm. platforms. Multiple, multiple. There's been a lot of audio switches in this show. So a lot of those older episodes sound yeah. like one star, star trash. trash. At the end of the day, y'all know me. Um, I've said it before. My Instagram name is Ranton, R-A-N-T-I-N, underscore Atlantean, A-T-L-A-N-T-E-A-N. Go for it. I dig it. Uh, sure. That's correct. I don't know. I don't want to suffer through it again. (laughs) (laughs) But my point is that I've said it after every episode for a long time. My Instagram name is Ranton underscore Atlantean. My name on Instagram is Ranton because I like to just talk and go off about nonsensical things. I did it to Ryan. Poor Ryan today in the van. (laughs) I went off about some stupid thing. I don't even remember what it was. And I told him the same thing. So my, that's my Instagram name because that's what, I, what do. I do. I take a small thing and I just run with it, make it some big thing because I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. I have a good time doing it. So my whole point of saying all this is if anybody's listening, I truly do appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Because you're giving me the chance to do what I love to do. And that's yeah. to just go off. Just rant. That's my favorite thing in the world. I get the most pleasure, the most joy. I find myself... Being happy in the very few moments that I'm actually truly happy, just ranting about nonsense. If you don't believe me, I'm doing it right now. Just ranting about ranting, which is yeah, it's like it's like a Christopher Nolan inception of oh. rants. I'm ranting about my ability to rant about things that don't matter, but I just rant. Yep. So if you have listened to the show, if you're listening to the show now, if you've, I doubt anybody's made it two hours into this nonsensical episode. But my whole point is that there's no words, there's no real way to really describe how much I know myself and Jordan appreciate anybody who took, takes the time to listen, even for an episode. Yeah. It means, because we've talked about doing this for so long, so. Yeah, it, I mean, it's 2021 and we're still doing it and people are still listening and it's awesome as shit. That's is, all I got, man. Is it's, that one person from Ireland still listening? I don't know. I haven't checked the numbers in a while. I see the overall numbers oh, no, you, of how many listeners, but the you locations need to be I haven't checking checked. checking on the Irish person. Yeah, I'm going to have to check. Because that might – I mean I don't want to count my eggs before they hatch, but that might be like a, a way to go back to Ireland. <laughs> we, we might be able to make, make a friend who lives in the one country I can't spend enough time in. Mm-hmm. So I know uh, – I know Rob said he was going to listen, and he's from the grand and glorious uh, London town, UK. No way. Living in the in the in that area, yeah, in I that re- area. I really need to make more friends on Instagram. Yeah, Steel Shields. If you follow him, you Steel should. Shields. Steel Shields. I don't. I, I believe it's that. Steel Shields point eighty. Big Captain America and aliens guy. The best Captain America oh. shots you'll see. <laughs> I thought you were still talking to his name. Oh, I hell was like. No. No. Steel Shields, big Captain America. That's what? It's a long ass name. <laughs> no, Rob, his, his name is Steel Shields, I believe, point eighty. Um, I could be wrong, but it's at least Steel Shields and you'll get there. Oh, before this weekend's over, I'll, look, I'll have to talk to you again. Yeah. We'll look him up. Cause... Um, he's a huge Captain America and Aliens guy. Um, a lot of other things, but. Hey, awesome dude, Instagram. you said Aliens, so yeah. I like this guy already. 
the best Captain America sh- toy photography you'll ever see will come really? from that guy. Big, ro- he's big into RoboCop. Um, oh, good man. Yeah, Rob. Yeah, good dude. He's he's an EM. Forgive me. It may be different in the UK. I believe he's an EMT. I know he works with emergency services services okay. in some way. Um, good dude, cool dude. Um, yeah, well, I know he was going to check us out because he has checked us out. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, Rob. If, yeah. I mean, we're two hours. In. I'll start. He's the, probably not listening, yeah. but we appreciate you. I'll start the next episode with thank you, Rob. Yeah, and yeah. We you. do need to start with the thanks yeah. and promotions at the beginning. Yes, yeah, that way they can hear their name and they can stop listening. Yeah, I mean, speaking of names and everything else, I think I figured out the title of this episode. Did you? Yeah. Dallas, Chris, and Rob. Yes. Three and it's men also gonna, and a baby. It's, it's going to simply be the nerd version of the Pat McAfee show. Hammer Dawn. Hammer Dawn. Hammer Dawn. No, they do a What's thing. What's Hammer Dawn? They do a thing at like 3.30s where it's Hammer Dawn with a D-A-H-N because I can't do their accent. Dawn. <laughs> but Dawn. Hammer Dawn. Hammer Dawn. And they do, um, they do pod or podcast. What the fuck am I talking about? They do, um, bets like they, they, they on hammered on three thirties, they will cover spreads and betting information. Oh, I'm so not doing that. They call that hammer. Dude, there's oh, a, I don't have money to cover people's bets. I don't either, but there's a fucker on there that talks soccer as of right now. I just figured out about it. Um, but as of right now, I built a little parlay. Put ten dollars on soccer. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Listen to this. I put ten dollars into this parlay. Threw his two soccer bets in there. Threw a few NFL games in there, so I got a little something, something to watch on the weekend for a little reason. Because you're not going to watch soccer. No, fuck, fuck soccer. That's what makes me mad about this whole thing. I soccer al- is al- good. Already won his soccer bets. They're already won. So as long as my NFL games pay out, I'm going to win two hundred and seventy five dollars. Cause I already, I, already I don't landed. care about any of that. What makes you mad is that you're betting on soccer fuck and you won't yeah, fucking watch the sport. No, fuck that shit. It's a good, <laughs> it's so entertaining. I know, but I can win money without I, watching. I it's think great. you've been replaced by Lauren as my best friend. <laughs> she will watch soccer. She doesn't know how to hammer dawn. <laughs> I do think like the nerd, the nerd version of that. I can think like instead of hammer dawn, helm hammer hand, helm helm hammer dawn, helm hammer dawn. Yeah. The nerd got, version of the Pat got, McAfee show. I got excited a little bit. I'm just tr- real quick to wrap up because I know I'm not going to talk long about this because I know you hate it. Oh, I and do. I don't. Sure, I hate love it. Um, I watched Fellowship of the Ring extended versions on Blu-ray. I watched Two Towers extended versions on Blu-ray, and it got me this massive lack of great Lord of the Rings video games. Uh, there's there's not any really truly great ones anymore. No. But I needed an interactive Lord of the Rings experience. So I went back and started playing Shadow of War again. Um, so I was playing Shadow of War. I know you hate it and you mm. refuse to play it. I, yes. I get that. No business. Uh, I've actually been like skipping cutscenes and just because I just want to play. I just want to be in Mordor and, and you platinum Mordor. So, yeah. I did platinum Mordor. So no I, sense in playing that shit. Few. Mordor was good. It's it was of, a good game, but I'm saying no sense in continuing yeah. that game. You've already platinumed it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I've, I've got no business playing that game again because I'm not going to earn anything from it. So I'm playing Shadow of War. Of course, Sh- uh, besides that, Shadow of War with graphical updates and then like the Nemesis system is updated. So it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. Um, but there's a trophy on there because you can actually go to different uh areas, well-known areas. And they have their own maps, and then you take them over. It kind of annoys me because one of those places is Angmar. So in order to 
claim Angmar, you have to defeat the Witch King, which should not be done. Like if you're if you're this cannot be can this can't be canon. There's no way. This is a fan fiction that was turned into a video game because there's no way no, you can defeat I despise that. the Witch King of Angmar and no. then take Angmar. I get that. Like, you are, that's, you're a man, damn that, it. That can't Impossible. be done. It can't be done. It can't be done. And if it I for it to be that. a trophy for you to defeat him and take Angmar, then it really kind of takes away from the fact that Aomer, A, Aowen did Aowen. it. Aowen. I did am it. no man. Because then he's already been defeated by... Uh, Italian. Yeah. So, so anyways, that's my point is I play the games. I play the game just for the experience of playing in, yeah. in middle earth, the gameplay and yeah. nothing else. It's all garbage. It really is. It's trash. I hate everything about it except the gameplay. She can turn into a woman at will. It doesn't make sense. You and Kellen Brimbor make a new ring of power to fight Sauron. Yeah, fuck that. She loved turning into woman I can get away with because of some book shit, but um, Kellen Brimbor in the new ring, fuck off well, to cause, Arizona. Because you know Kellen Brimbor is the spirit you're attached to, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, they make, a, a, new, new ring, they make a new ring of power to fight Sauron. No, nah, that's bullshit. Immediately lose the ring at the very beginning of the game before you've played anything. Before you've played it, they, it's all cutscene. They make the ring, they lose the ring to Shelob. Shelob takes it. So Shelob has a ring of power. I don't know why she wants it. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. So this yeah, game is trash. So I completely check out. <laughs> this game is all, trash. All of the cause, all of the story, all of the lore. I just want to play in Middle Earth. That's all I want to do. Uh, to the point where I'd almost stop playing this to play Lego Lord of the Rings again. Because Very nice. Very as long nice. as I'm in Middle Earth, that's all I want. And the story for this is complete garbage. It's trash. I'm sorry, but it's it makes no sense. No, that's and awful. you know more about it than I do. And I, I even was like this trash, but my point is I got excited again because one of the places you can take and claim is Helm Hammerhand, which means you, you can go to Helm Helm's Deep. Hammerhand will sound and so that deep. was a little bit exciting. But mm. the yeah, the game is. I mean, I do hate it, but I enjoy playing it. Where's the horse and the rider? Yes, uh, right with oh, me. Fuck, I want to watch Lord of the Rings. Right with me. I gotta watch Dark Knight Rises, then I can watch Lord of the Rings. Fuck Dark Knight Rises. I gotta finish. I gotta watch Tom Hardy throw his awesome dick all over the place. <laughs> what? <laughs> he doesn't do that once in the movie. I've watched it several times. <laughs> Whew. Uh. Hammered on. <laughs> Bend over and hammered on. <laughs> Where was go? Where was? <laughs> Where were they? Indeed, this would be their end. I would have it be such, such an, an end. end. Has to be, be worthy of remembrance. Yeah, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that and to the end of this awesome and long and stupid episode. You said aw, but you paused. I thought you were going to say awful, and I was like, yeah, preach. No, nah, this episode. Then you said great. awesome, and I was like, oh, yeah, this episode's been awesome. It's been something, except for the fact that I literally. Despite my lies, have no clue what the title is. I don't either. Ugh. All I do know is appreciate it for anybody who suffered through the whole thing. <laughs> so much suffering. But you can. Uh, nobody's made it this far, but no. on the off Still. chains that somebody does, you can reach out. Ranton underscore Atlantean oh, yes. or my dude at uh, Bearded Toy Man. 
or pretty easy. the podcast at TGP underscore show. Correct. Which is weird that I have to keep pointing to you to say it because I'm the one who actually <laughs> You're the moderator. does the Instagram. Yep. I pay no attention to it. That's fine. We don't give a shit. I would pay more attention to it if somebody would wink, wink, reach out to us. There you go. Looking at you, Carl Urban. Yeah, reach out, darling. Come here and kill my boy. And then, and then sign a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Get my picture with you. Yeah, you know right? what I'm saying? I just want to touch your yeah, ass. You owe me two Comic-Cons. Two Comic-Cons and an ass touching. <laughs> I touched Jason Momoa's ass. I want to touch Carl's ass. I've touched no celebrities' asses. I touched so. uh, um, Rory McCann's ass, too. But none of Why these, are you touching everybody's asses? None of it was on purpose. They're too tall for <laughs> They're me. They're all taller than you. They're they're three feet taller than me, and I'm just trying to reach around their waist, and I'm reaching around their ass. They're too tall, so calm down. I'm. I see. It's the ass touching of a celebrity is something I haven't done. I'm saving myself for mm. when I meet Jenna Malone. Mm. That'll that'll be my. Not sure that would work out well. So I don't care if she punches me. Fine. <laughs> it so is the price I would <laughs> gladly pay. Solomon Kane. Because watch that movie too. To quote oh. two great, amazing, completely different movies. Mm. Because I love her. Because I love her. All right. All right. Solomon Kane. Solomon Kane. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna end it there. We're yeah. gonna end it there. Watch Solomon Kane. Watch uh, Shaun of the Dead. You'll understand those two references, and life will be great. And watch Sucker Punch because Zack yeah. Snyder and Jenna Malone. And I swear you won't suffer through any of them. <laughs> Not a one. Whether you be lad or lattice. Lad or lattice <laughs> does not matter. Oh, my gosh. Peace. Yeah. Peace, guys. Appreciate you. Until next time, we have spoken. <laughs> <laughs>